This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Jeff, what are you doing September 22nd through the 24th? I'm going to the Cincinnati Comic Expo. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, Hobie listeners, Cincinnati Comic Expo returns to the Duke Energy Convention Center September 22nd through the 24th, 2017. Uh, great guests include Greg Capula, the artist from Batman, and, just announced, John Ratzenberger. Yep, Cliff Clavin himself. So get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com and come party with Hobie and Cliff Clavin and Greg Capula. More artists and guests will be announced on Cincinnati Comic Expo on Facebook. Get your tickets now. All right. Oh. It's about comic books, movies, growing up with Rokusuki. Superman before Zack Snyder ruined him. Man, that's something. Michael Keaton was the best Batman, while Christian Bale was just deadpan. No one remembers the other ones. Princess Leia in the of bad ideas episode number 175 i'm jason i'm jeff um blake 175 episodes Woo-hoo. for blake about episode uh, 147 ish 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 yeah depends you ish. were you were out on your military leave sometimes so yeah. you missed some so jeff you've only missed two I've missed two because of the furry rabies. I've never missed any. Yeah. Liar. Oh, I did. We did two Game of Thrones ones without you, That's and right. I did one in uh, Cleveland, uh, or I'm sorry, in Columbus, Columbus. with uh, Damn. Musings of a Geek. Moment of silence for Musings. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm at 172. Damn it. <laughs> Damn yeah, that's right. What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's right. That's why we're at 175. <laughs> but thank you, everybody, for listening <laughs> to the insanity. Thank you, everybody. That's Stop right. the insanity! That's right. If you like listening to us, you should tell a friend and have them download and listen to us. And then, you know, what you do, Jason? Write a review. No! Oh. Wrong! Jeff, you apologize for, for making them listen to us. <laughs> Yes, thank you everybody for listening. If uh, people told me people would actually listen to us after 175 and more people listen now than when we first started, I would be shocked. But it happened. Well, I understand more now than when we first started because if we first started, we had like eight. I mean, when we first started, we were at graphic novice numbers. Now we're now we're up there to like. Now we're almost at three six five numbers. Ooh, three sixty five. Flicks, that is. Not 365, 365 flicks. Well, we're, we're probably about, what, a quarter of the way to uh, Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks numbers, you think? They're sellouts. <laughs> Bastards. Congrats, though, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can make a Huffington Post top ten list. Like, oh, that's uh, Jock and Nerd. Jock and Nerd. Our yeah. friends Jock and Nerd. I'm very happy for them. Yeah, that is very nice. That, that is awesome. You know. 
bastards. You know, I, you know, and thanks to everybody who does listen. You know, if you're listening to us in some way, we make your life better, or you feel better about yourself after listening to us. It's usually the case. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go back and listen to our show, and I'm like, God, these guys are losers. I feel really good about our lives. Wait a minute, son of a bitch. At least we're not those. Oh wait, we are those Damn guys. It. Jeff, you're sporting some nice suspenders today. I like it. Ooh, I've never that. seen you in suspenders. That's a very classy look. I like that. Stylish. Thank it you. Is stylish. As My he, belt broke. That's right. Oh, okay. I was just being nice. I was just telling you that. As he chomps on Pez. Sorry. Nothing wrong with Pez chomping. No, that's Everybody what I'm saying. Pez. I'm just saying. We haven't talked about Pez for a couple episodes. We need to insert Pez more often. If you come to the Cincinnati Comic Expo September 22nd through the 24th, stop by our table, and we will have Pez there for you. Oh, now he's guaranteed Pez. Oh, there will oh, be Wait Pez. a minute. It may there not be, be Pez for them, but at least for me. Yes, I'm yes. Like, so they're supposed to bring us the Pez. You got it all backwards. As long as it's sealed. I'm not taking food from strangers that's not sealed. Jeff may, but I'm not. I will not take a bologna and whipped cream sandwich, though. <laughs> you think that's whipped cream. Anyway. That's why I will not take it. <laughs> uh, anything we're up down on this week? Let's do some up down. Anything we're up on well, this week? Jeff, what are you? Uh, are you starting us off with an up or a down? An up. Okay. Uh, let's do it. Up this week. I'm up on uh, uh, gift wars on uh, Twitter. Gift wars. Gif. Gif. G i f. Gif. Gif. Oh, okay. Gif wars, as no, some people GIF say. Wars. Gif wars. <laughs> Gif. Mmm, Jeff. Extra butter. crunchy. Mm. Oh God, no! Yeah. Communist. I like crunchy peanut butter. Oh, that's disgusting. Okay. Here, I'm having rocks in my peanut butter. That's what I really. Well, like. they're not rocks if you don't refrigerate it. It's true. You got a point there. <laughs> <laughs> got a point. You knew it was going to come to yeah, that. Yes. So. so Jeff Wars, what is that? Gift Wars. Whatever. Jeff Wars. <laughs> Jeff Wars. No, Gift Wars. When you know you're going back and forth, uh, uh, trying to one up each other with gifts. Uh, Besotted Geek uh, and us kind of got into it uh, we did. last we did. week. We had a little war with them. And it was fun. And I was ready to dig in for the long haul, and he pulled out the big guns, and I had to concede what, defeat. What was the big gun? It was Josie and the Pussycats. Yep. Ooh, he like, gotcha. I came out with Spice Girls, and I'm Ooh. ready to go. And then he's like, Josie and the Pussycats. And I went, you win. <laughs> we had some AbFab ch- uh, gifts in there, and then oh, somebody oh, responded, some awesome. asshole responded with Sex in the City. That's, I don't know who. That's probably you. Maybe. Anyways, <laughs> I think all of us did. I think you'd be the only one using Sex in the City. No, I think some Sex in the After City. After somebody does an AbFab. Yeah, AbFab. It's a great show. Great show. I love uh, Carrie. Love Carrie. Anyways. But that, that, that made that day at work kind of fun. So. Okay. Oh, very good. Uh, up. Let's do some uh, up for me. Uh, I'll be up like Whitney Houston here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dead? Don't Dead. Da- don't combine with uppers and downs. Dead in the tub? Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I am up on Riverdale. No. And I'm not kidding. No. Just shut. I'm shut not shit. kidding. The shut last shit. episode before oh, the season thank- fin- No, no. Oh. Season finale this week. It. Was the penultimate really episode oh, of geez, the season. The they found out who killed Jason Blossom. <gasps> no, who's what? Jason dun, dun, Blossom? Dun. He's the guy that died in the first episode. And we're supposed to care? Yes, we are. Spoilers for the next two minutes. Jeff, do you want to know who it is? Yeah, I'm not going to catch up on okay, it. Okay, well, good. Yeah, I'm never going to watch it, so please. His dad shot him. 
because he never lived up to the expectations. I don't want your life. And he found out that, that he was going to run away. He was going to run away, son. And they have videotape of him shooting him. They got Damn. it on tape, and it took them all season to figure out who did it. And they went to well, you got to give Riverdale credit because there was like six episodes they didn't even talk about his death, and then they brought him back. <laughs> oh, what were we doing? Oh, yeah. story arc. <laughs> get back! Get back! We only got two episodes left. <laughs> Are these the same writers from Lost? Maybe. <laughs> So then they went to go arrest him, and the dad hung himself in the bar- barn. So now you don't know. And there's something Great. more to, to go on? Could be. <laughs> Shouldn't that be the end of it? The series is over? Series. The no more Riverdale. No more Nope, they renewed it for a second nope. season. Damn it. They did say the one article I read was saying that they're setting this up, and this is just a fan or a writer's theory. Is next year they're doing after, uh, after life with Archie. After life with Archie, and they think this might turn into a zombie thing. That would be funny. Oh God! Done. I think that's awesome. Help me. And I was watching the last episode because I binge watched three episodes this weekend. <laughs> so I'm I love it. So yeah, I'm. Uh, it was a very good episode. I enjoyed it a lot. And what did your wife say that you tweeted out? Oh, my wife. She uh, usually is asleep by 9.15 on the couch because she gets up really early for work. So she was up this week, uh, this weekend, and she was wa- I turned it on because she's like, I may fall asleep in 10 minutes. I was like, okay, I'll turn some Riverdale on. And I'm watching, and she's like, this is fucking horrible. <laughs> and then her other t- comments were, and I'm not exaggerating, this is exactly what she said. She goes, you are really intelligent, but you watch some shit. <laughs> and I was like... Thanks, honey. <laughs> Maybe. I think. Maybe. Is that a compliment? And then there was a dance-off in the one episode, and she's like, oh, oh my, you got to be fucking oh kidding God. me. There's a dance-off. There was oh a dance-off at her wedding. Well, that's true. But it's not on TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then she, lo- my wife began to continue, or she continued and said, this is really bad acting. I'm like, no, oh, no, yes, it, it is. is. Yes, it is. Oh, that's so awesome. And then she asked how old Archie really was in real life. She's like, what is he, 30? I was like, well. And then Luke Perry, so the best cool. part was Luke Perry came into the show because he's Archie's dad. And, and that, I was like, look, honey, there's there's Luke Perry. And, and she's that like, blew it for her. Right? And she's like, what? Oh, my God, that really is Luke Perry. And she, I think her comment was, why does he look the same age as Archie? I don't know. Just <laughs> leave it go. <laughs> leave it go. <laughs> See, uh, your your wife has reached a new point, you know, peg of appreciation for me now. <laughs> she it was like she was filling in for me if I was there watching the show with you. She did a good job with it. Except but I wouldn't touch you. I don't think she wanted to touch me after watching. <laughs> Not after that. What the hell are you watching? Get away from me, you freak! I don't want to catch whatever it is you have. She did say, "Why are you watching this teen drama?" I was like, "No, it's great." <laughs> Riverdale's amazing people. Whatever. Like, what are you up on? I am up on the fact that I am happy that possibly the the two countries that lead, you know, the the democratic standard in the world for elections have really shitty. It's nice to see other countries have really shitty candidates too. Yugoslavia. No, I'm talking about the French uh, election this past. Well, you week. just went ahead and picked a country that doesn't even exist. <laughs> I know, Yugoslavia. That's I yeah. Czechoslovakia. Former dictatorship. <laughs> yeah. The yeah there. No, I, I'm talking about the French election. I am so happy to see that other countries, especially France, in the home of the Liberté, Fraternité, whatever the fuck, you know, Menage a Trois, eh? Menage a Trois. 
You know the uh, that you know the other country in democratic brotherhood of overthrowing mm-hmm. you know monarchy and rule have just as shitty presidential candidates as we had in our past election. Youngest president ever, thirty-seven. Uh, do you know about this Macron guy? I mean, everybody knows about Le Pen. You know, yes. she, you know, she, she's, she's like the female version of Donald Trump. She's a train wreck. A little bit worse. Yeah, she's a train wreck. You know, but I but she is pretty funny. She does say a lot of funny stuff. I mean, <laughs> well, she's so pretty Trump. sharp witted. <laughs> so no, does our supreme no, overlord. Trump says stupid stuff and is funny. Yes, Le sir. Pen was says stupid stuff, but is smart and funny about it, but kind of scary. But they're both level of scary. I don't know what you just said. But yeah, I exactly. Yeah, but, anyway. <laughs> but this Macron guy, mm-hmm. or Macron, I don't know how you say him in French. Is it Macron? 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 Isn't that a type of cookie? Yes. I think it is. Yes. I am a cookie. Wait, Show me everybody's up. cheering the fact that this guy won. Do you know about this guy's background? Please explain. He married his grade school teacher crush. So? Who wouldn't? It's hey. fucking at, yeah, they do that 30 in years later. It's like marrying your grandma at that How point. How old is she? She's like, like uh, she's a pensioner. She's like 70 <laughs> years old. Oh, <laughs> she's 70? Yeah, she's like 60 something. This is a country where the previous president, you know, brought his mistress to all the uh Oh, but that is French. <laughs> so is marrying your uh, teacher. No, that's freaky. That is disgusting. That's freaky, freaky. French. That is disgusting. Scary She's sixty-four shit. years old. Yes, <laughs> twenty-seven years older. Yes, she looks pretty damn good. There you go. <laughs> Stop justifying this. She doesn't look uh, sixty-some years old in that picture. Yeah, look at that. Oh, whatever. All right. So the Mediterranean diet. So the Mediterranean diet works out pretty well. I don't for think me. she's had many McDonald's in her life. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. McRoyals with cheese McRoyals or whatever. McRoyals with cheese. No, but dude, but this guy's a, he's a he's a douchebag too. But you know, but the best part is that it's just freaky, 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 uh, freaky to marry your grade school teacher crush. I mean, it's freaky. Just want it you, is freaky. Just want to let you know this episode is sponsored yeah. by Macron for president. <laughs> for president. Hey, I am Macron. Would it be? It better? was probably on his bucket list. <laughs> oh, my fourth grade teacher, man, she's on my bucket list. And she'll be kicking the bucket soon, so he'll be going on to the next thing on his bucket exactly. list. Exactly. Yeah, but this, be president, oh, marry God. my grade school teacher. What else does this guy have left? Well, in his case, marry your grade school teacher and then become <laughs> That's president. Right. Good for him. I wonder how long they've been married. Uh, For a while now, I think. I will find out. I think they've been married for like 10 years. He married her when he was in his 30s. Well, he's 37. He was like almost... What? He's 37 right now. He's married her like in his early 30s or late 20s, one or the other. From teacher to lover to France's first lady. Jesus, isn't that freaky? Oh, that's that's not as good of a picture... Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not going to make a comment. No, no, because that's bad. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, that's my up. I'm I'm really happy that other leaders of the the free democratic world, other countries in the free democratic world, have just as shitty presidential candidates as we do. Time out. They've been married since 2007, and she that's was 10 once years. His, she was once his high school teacher. Teacher. Even worse. Not better. Because at least when you're a kid, you're that's an innocent crush. She was, but the that's French his high school. Teacher. That now that's like, now that's getting even 
grosser. She was his French teacher? Is that what you said? French teacher, and she taught theater. <laughs> She's French. Where he was a budding actor. <laughs> French teacher. I suppose to them that's like being well, their I guess English it's teacher. Like, yeah, English teacher. Yeah, our English teachers. So I guess it should be grammatic. Grammar Literature teacher, maybe? Literature okay, now teacher. this is kind of creepy. The one article... They taught a lot of Jean-Paul Sartre there. Jean-Paul Sartre. She also ran the theater club where he was a budding actor. The picture above shows Macron's first kiss on the side of the cheek with her at the end of a theater production. Oh, that's so gross. It seems like it was love at first sight. Wait a minute, he's in high school. (laughs) How's that love? Keep going. It's understood the pair used to have long discussions together and she would read his writing out to the class. She used to recite his work all the time. She was totally captivated by his writing skills. Ah, this is a whole new level of teacher's pets. I'm telling you, man. I think she was more excited by his other skills. When he he moved to Paris at the age of 18, she jumped ship from her own family and soon after followed him down there. Oh, no, that's creepy. That is, I'm telling you. Wow. This is who who they're happy who won the election. Because he's like, you know, uh, douchebag or shit sandwich. Kind of like what we had for our... His parents asked her to stay away from their 16-year-old son at least until he turned 18. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when he's 18, you... She All put right. her teaching career on hold to help him to push become president. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's a trusted advisor. I'm sure she is. She'll she, probably be their secretary of education soon. Got a bad She has three kids. Hot for teacher. Her, her kids are an engineer, a cardiologist, and an attorney. She has six grandchildren. Don't stand so close to me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she has six grandchildren? Yes. What do they think about this? And, and they think it's great that grandma's first lady. Grandpa. Quote yeah. unquote grandpa. Thirty-seven year old grandpa. Stop grandpa. Yeah. So there you old go. enough to be what? That Good for what? Her. His brother? Good for her. What are the ages of her grand her children? That's right. what I want to know. Well, I mean, if they're like if, you know, if he's younger than her oldest, I mean that even Oh makes no, it no, worse. no, there's no way. There's no way. Well, there's no way. It's gotta be close. Her She's kids? got grandchildren. Oh, you t- you're talking about her kids or yeah, her oh, kids. yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I'll find that out. Um It'd be like a be like a funny like bad movie thing. Like that'd be like if my mom, you know, my dad passed away and my mom married like a guy I went to high school with who was a couple years younger than me, he'd be like, Oh, so Blake, I'm your granddad. And I'd be like, Whatever, Mark. So you're like you're like Hulk I'm not Hogan. calling you dad. I'm not calling you dad, Mark. Fuck you. So so like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, kind of like that. Where his funny. his ex. Uh, oh yeah. Did they get married? Mrs. Or Hogan, she, the former yeah. Mrs. Hogan, married young high school. Kid, married one of his like her daughter's uh, daughter friends. friends. That's gross, man. That is sick. Well, to each his own. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do, but I find that slightly well. Amusing first, and then disturbing. The parents thought that Macron was actually going after their uh, the teacher's daughter first. <laughs> oh, great! They were stunned to hear this wasn't the case. <laughs> <laughs> so you're actually interested in our son? Wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh, let's uh-huh. see. Her youngest. Is, her youngest is thirty. Uh, ten and twenty, whatever they say in French. Twenty and ten. Uh, How do you say what? thirty in French? Her oldest, I have no clue. Yeah. Uh, her oldest is two years older than him. Gross. <laughs> there you go. Gross. You know what would even worse? If they dated, that would be even worse. I bet they did. They're French. That's what they do. <laughs> we apologize to all the French listeners out there today, especially Kev from Two Six Five. 
No, your English is not. Now, if it was an older man with a younger woman, would that be okay for you? Yeah. No, that's creepier, I think. (laughs) Really? It's like when you watch like Modern Family or something. It's okay that Jay married Gloria. No, because of Gloria, and she's fucking annoying on that show. (laughs) I can't stand her. That oh, that character is so Mm. bad. Um, and it's gotten worse over the years, too. She's the highest-paid actress. Yeah. yeah. Her voice and her accent has gotten worse as it's gone on. Like, they've like, see, you know, they've made it worse. Because if you watch the first couple of seasons, it's not as pronounced. And yeah. I just can't stand that character. I can't stand yeah. it. But, but in real life, I guess, you know, you know, affairs of the heart. I mean, you can't argue with the heart. That's Whatever right. it will be, will be. Blah, blah, blah. Que sera, sera. It's very deep. As the French would say. It's very sweet. As yeah. Doris Day would sing. Yeah. So, all right. So good for him. He what's married your, the chick he wanted. What's your down? All these years. What's your down if that was your up? That was my up is that the French election <laughs> candidate sucked. Yeah. What's your down? Uh, let's see. Down. The uh, presidency down. election. <laughs> yeah, the French election. No. The uh, shitty Division One NCAA coaches. Okay. I, I got to... You know, experience. Well, first of all, I, I've experienced a couple of Division One NCAA coaches at mid majors, where you know these guys are there for 18, 20 years, mm-hmm. and it, it gets really bad to the point because sometimes these mid major uh, colleges are kind of strapped for cash, and if you're a guy that's coaching there and arranges it so that the company that you work for in the off season donates to the university that covers your salary, I mean, it's almost an you know. It's dead given, you know, for a university at Stratton. It's like, oh, okay, let's do this. You know, it, it is horrible. You would think that coaches for young men and women would be the exemplary role models that they hire <laughs> these people to be to lead and develop young young ladies and young men to be, you know, you know, productive, you know, members of society or develop them sports athletic wise. And instead, there's nothing worse than being witnessing a shitty coach being an asshole to players and telling them that basically, you know, that they, they don't like them or they can't stand them, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, you're supposed to be a person that society looks up to to develop these people. And if you're sitting there telling them that you can't stand these players or whatever, it's like, then why did you recruit them and give them scholarships? So in that case, you know, shitty mid-major Division One NCAA coaches that are horrible leaders are dirtbags, and that's my down for the week. I kind of disagree because I feel Patino's the moral high ground <laughs> of uh, coaches in Division One. Patino, no, it, no, I'm not talking about violations no. of like having strippers go to their dorms. You know, hey, hey, I'm hey, somebody no, in the back of a restaurant. Hey, if the leader of France can marry his high school teacher, <laughs> Patino's okay impregnating and paying for an abortion. No, allegedly. no, well, no, I, I don't know about that. You know that kind of stuff. What, what I'm talking about is, no, in, in positions in society, you're, you're given special. You know, uh, powers and authority based upon your position, right? Positional authority is what it's called. And you would think because you have that positional authority, you my opinion, my opinion is is that you are supposed to exhibit, I think, a, a greater amount of leadership and development and concern for young kids, young adults that are under your guise and leadership. And under, you should be developing them, and 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 if they have problems, you help them out, and I et cetera. Not pay for their abortions, but you know, help them <laughs> out, give them, you know, all that, you know. Basically, 
get them through the college experience and this kind of stuff. So now I've been through a couple of young adult individuals mm-hmm. that have had just horrible experiences at the NCAA level, you know, with coaches that are just horrible leaders and horrible people. And you sit there and you're like, how do these people have these positions and how do they get away with stuff that they do? And, it, you know, it, to me, I just hold people, I guess people in those positions and everything, I hold to higher standards. You know, I mean, you know, the, you know, presidents of France and America, obviously there's no standards anymore. You know, maybe that's part of the problem. You know, but, you know, I, when you're developing young adults, I think you have much more responsibility and you have to exercise that with a lot more care and attention than that, I guess some of these assholes do. I feel like the yeah, more I, you go up in a company or anything like that, like higher you get in anything, yeah. I feel like it becomes more and more high schoolish and who has the bigger dick. You know, it, it, it is, is it is kind of. And and the sad part is is that you want to be developing an atmosphere of trust mm-hmm. and you want an atmosphere of open communication and especially where you can have an open dialogue between you, you know, and the leaders yep. and stuff and that you can, you know, not be afraid to, you know, ask questions. I mean that's the worst thing, you'd be afraid to ask questions. Mm-hmm. You know, or you know, to uh, discuss things in, in an open manner without fear of retribution, or any of those kinds of deals. And you're right. I think at a certain point you do have, you know, that, you know, those atmospheres in the the good places and companies and programs that excel. Mm-hmm. I think have that, and uh, the ones that are uh, that excel but people hate mm-hmm. don't have that. Or people or the, the organizations and place sports teams, organizations, schools that don't have that and suck and people hate it. You know, that's part of the reason is mm-hmm. because you get to that. Even at the higher levels, you have to play politics to a certain extent. Yeah. But even then, if people are putting daggers in your back, I mean, it's ultimately, it's not productive for the organization as a whole. We're all in this together, people. Yeah, we're all Be in nice. this together. I don't know. That yeah, just sounds like high school coaches to me. Everything you just described. Oh, oh, yeah. High school. All right. Here, let me give you an example. Oh, God. Here we go. I didn't even get to the NCAA level. A baseball coach... When I was young, sucked my life out of baseball. And I'm not saying I was good. I'd probably say I was above average. I wasn't excellent, but I was above average. I've seen you play softball. You know, you're, and, you're above average. Thank you. And yeah, but it's softball. <laughs> well, you, know. you know, but but you know that 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 man, which she I, I remember to this day, that man was such a horrible example as a coach. People held him in high esteem because guess what? His win loss record. Yeah. I mean, oh shit. Bobby He's Knight. twenty he, you know, his record, twenty five and two for the season. You're on the championship team. Yeah. What do you mean this guy's a bad guy? He obviously knows what he's doing. Twenty five two. That guy was the biggest fucking prick and asshole and basically just killed my love for baseball as a youth. And basically I was intimid I got intimidated, got discouraged, and I quit and I didn't want to play anymore. And I wish my parents would have pressed me on a little bit, but my parents were like, hey, yeah. you don't want to do it. We're not going to force you. I'm like, no, I don't want to. And it's assholes like that that still, to this day, in this day and age, yeah. you know, where we're supposed to be a heck of a lot more modern and, you know, you know, developmental, you know, even at this in Division One NCAA level, you know, mid-majors, you know, you still have guys like that guy. Basically, now I turn around and look and see that same baseball coach is doing the same bullshit 
that I had back in, you know, 30 years ago. The same bullshit that guy is doing to these young men on this baseball team. No, that's my my niece had a soccer coach that way. She was yeah one of the better girls on the team. But you know, after like two years or whatever, she <coughs> said, "No, this is terrible." Yeah, I mean, and it it, it 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 is, and it really really frustrates me that there are people out there like that. You know, yeah. that do that. This episode of Hopi called Just for Kids, the NCAA podcast. We're supposed to be a lighthearted podcast. I'm sorry for dragging everybody down, but you know. I Come here, just give me a hug. Yeah, you need a hug? Let me see. No. Okay. Don't touch me. I want to. All right. Well, just to go from there. Yes. <laughs> I, this week, I'm down on all the social justice warriors out there on. Uh, uh, Twitter and Facebook mm-hmm. and all that media shit. I'm just sick and tired of reading that shit. Okay. I don't care. And it's making me... Angry? It's making me want to get off social media. Are you are you becoming angsty? Like no, no, not angsty. Okay. It doesn't give me angst. It, it gives me anger, I'll give you that. But Are you becoming Banksy? Not even close. <laughs> Banks. I, I, I'm not becoming a uh, hit artist. and run uh, artist. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. That's different. But anyways, go ahead. <laughs> no, I don't even know what that means. Goats. I was thinking Goatsy, not Banksy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Goatsy's a little different. <laughs> I'm like, you I'm, I'm, about I said, a couple yeah, I know ago. we did. I, I'm all with you, Jeff. I I can't stand the far left. I can't stand the far right. People like us in the middle, I think, are just tired of both of both Don't put of me those in the middle. I hate everybody. And you, you. Yeah. I hate the middle. I hate the far left. I hate the far right. I hate everybody. Uh, you're just a fringe. I just want to go to New fa- uh, yeah. Newfoundland. Newfoundland. <laughs> Newfoundland. I want to go to New Zealand. That's all I want to do. Nikki, help me out with the passport. Oh, yeah. they don't take <laughs> refugees. Sorry. <laughs> Although, speaking of New Zealand, I was reading an article where they had lists of uh, baby names that were rejected by certain countries. Mm-hmm. People in New Zealand have a problem with trying to name their babies stupid things. Really? Their government interferes, unlike our government, so you can name your baby stupid things like what? anus. I but, thought that was anus. I thought it was anus. <laughs> Not with an A, it isn't. <laughs> anus? Uh, I had a job a couple of years, uh, many years ago. Uh, the one person's name was uh, L E uh, dash, like a hyphen, A, and it was Ladasha. And well, she got mad at us for calling her Leah. Leah. Ladasha. It was Ladasha, and I'm not bullshitting. Well, this seems pretty literal. L E hyphen was, A. She was literal. Yeah. Literally. Uh, hello there, Leah. It's Ladasha. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize. My bad. Uh, well, <laughs> apparently I can't cut your check then because this is going to Laia. <laughs> I, I really am sorry about your Alderaan planet. I apologize for that. I hope everything's okay. Yeah, I get sick of fake But it's not insured. Uh, That's right. Uh, I, I get sick of fake news from the left and the right. I, I just get sick of all that Oh yeah, crap. It's just all... all and uh, the, everyone forwarding this stuff... That is never that they don't never verify never verified. Never so then you go to verify it and you're like, this isn't even a shred of truth. Fulfills a narrative. Yet you just see everybody. Oh my god, this is terrible. Ah. I can't believe this. Blah blah blah. And you're like, yeah, it's terrible because it's not true. Like <laughs> as much as I hate whoever you're bitching about, Blah. it's not true. <laughs> exactly. I I I agree. Well, my down is allergies. 
That's yeah. it. Moving on. Allergies. <laughs> Cost me a day this week. At Chew. Yes, they're awful. Yeah. Uh, anyone see? Oh, yeah. Well, and just to follow up on Jeff's point, oh. uh, just because somebody has a different political perspective or free speech doesn't give you uh, punching people is not a freedom of expression. That's called assault and battery. Unless you're a white supremacist. And I, well, even even that, I listen, man. You, we shouldn't be beating up on our fellow yeah, citizens, each other. I mean, that really saddens me when I see these assholes on both sides beating the crap out of each other. That's bullshit. Speaking of that, did you see the people beating brothers, the crap out of each other sisters. in the Florida airport because the Spirit Airlines canceled the flight? Hey, here, there's here, a big old vibe. I did not see that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Riot. It, yeah, they. Here's the dealio. All right, if you're flying to try and make some event. Don't try and fly the same day that the event is on. I think that's that's what that sparked one of the major uh, events, you know, yeah. major riots. It, you have to understand it's it's airlines, things happen, yeah. weather happens, everything else just goes to crap. And if you're thinking of getting there the same day and attending an event, it's not going to happen. You and here's especially, the, here's especially another, if you're flying Spirit Airlines where flying, they're not guaranteed to get you another. Flight out, and especially it's a horse. Yes. You never, you're never going to make it on horseback. Oh, that's yeah, Lord of the especially if you're on a, no you're on a discount joke, airline. If you're on a discount airline that yeah. flies Tuesdays and Thursdays to your destination, yeah. you you need to know that ahead of time. Uh, speaking of that, I saw Life in Pieces this past week. Yes. About them at the airport. I saw that, yes. God, I really hate that trope in sitcoms. The airport trope? Yeah. Like, oh, you know, it was that was a really bad episode. I like Life in Pieces, and that was a bad episode. Well, it was the worst episode was, you know, the parents would have been arrested. With the dog? Yeah. Yes. They were trying to sneak their uh, tra- or Yorkshire onto a plane, and they were faking that they were vets, and it was dead. Oh, God. Yeah, it's so like, bad. oh, we can't bring live dogs, but you trained the dog to play dead, so we'll put it in this cooler and bring it on as a dead dog. Yeah. Yeah. And then it got caught. But <laughs> okay. that episode from start to finish, I didn't feel bad for any of them. It's the same thing. They were leaving the day before the wedding. I don't feel sorry for you. You're yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. I, it really annoyed me, and I... I told my wife, I really love this show, and I really fucking hated that. I don't really love the show. I watch the show, I like the show. I don't love it. I should say that. I should say that. Um, Anyway, uh, anybody see the Mist trailer? Did Did not. I've heard about it. Now, this this is based off the movie. They're making it a series. Yes, they're making it a series. Based off the movie or based off the book? Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's Stephen King's book, right? Yeah, it's off the book, Stephen King's book. The movie was great. I love the movie. Uh, they did. It does look good. Uh, they're going to be taking place in a lot different, a lot more uh, locations in it, as opposed to just the grocery store. Yes. Now they may all get to the grocery store, but in the trailer they were showing a lot of different places, and people were trapped in a lot of different locations. So I'll, I'll give it a try. I think it's on TNT or Spike. I forget which one. Well, Spike is no more, so it's not on Spike. Paramount. I think it's called Paramount Network. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Did it officially go over? I th- if it didn't, it is very soon. It's very soon. By the time this the mist comes out, it. I what think. happened to Taffer? Is it, he still there? I'm assuming he's still there. Shut it down! I was gonna say, is he fixing a bar somewhere? Shut it down! Yeah. Doctor Benner does it better than me. Yeah. That's the one impression somebody does better than me. The one. The one. The one. That's it. Uh, let's see here. Jeff and I saw uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I did. Blake, did you see it yet? No. We would do non-spoilers. 
Uh, now, I, hold on. Mm-hmm. If they want to read a real review about this, where do they go? we got two places. Nerdly. Two places? Holy shit, you doubled on us. Nerdly.co.uk. G'day, mate. You stole mine. Cheeky monkey? Uh, cunt. You bloody cunt. <laughs> hey, that's the British C word, not the American. Sorry. No complaints. That's right. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, and also on WeBeGeeksPC.com. So take out it's not spoilers. WeBeGeeks.com uh, and uh, Nerdly.co.uk. Uh, they both have great articles, too, there. Uh, Jeff, did you like it? <laughs> Other than Jason's oh, yeah. rags. Oh, yeah, much writing. better. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I do have to say Baby Groot stole the show. Baby Groot was awesome. The opening credits was amazing. Yes. And again, we will do non-spoilers because so, it's only been out a weekend. I know it opens with the song Brandy. Brandy. That's not during the credits, though. Oh, that was my wee no. show. Never mind. Uh, yeah, the opening credits was awesome. I mean, yeah, the, the movie starts out, but the credits yeah. come after that scene. Okay. I am grouped. Now, did you guys stay for the... Uh, oh, yeah. I've seen scenes oh, yeah. during the final credits. Yeah, always do. I hear those are like five or six of those that are pretty cool. And they actually set <laughs> things up for the future, but you guys can discuss that because I haven't seen the movie yet, but I'm talking about it. <laughs> well, I'm we shut up now. We will not uh, spoil anything, but I thought Kurt Russell was awesome. Uh, the, yeah, he's okay. The young Kurt Russell was creepy. <laughs> well, of course, and when they de-age people. Yes. Uh, they, they haven't quite got the effect down perfect yet. No, it is not. Uh, that was the only thing that I thought was bad on the CGI. I thought everything else was good. Uh, I didn't really have any complaints, so that was a positive. Um, let's see. Uh, I thought Baby Groot was awesome. I thought Rocket was good. I thought everybody had a, a pretty good chance or storyline in it. I thought they did a good job fleshing everybody out. What about you, Jeff? Anything with that I missed? Um, and we're live on Facebook right now. Oh, well, now you tell me we're live yeah. on Facebook. I don't know what I want to say. Uh, yes, you're under pressure. I know. <laughs> you do a podcast every I, week. I can't <laughs> tolerate this live stuff without preparation. Uh, I thought ego. Hence, hence every episode. <laughs> oh, that's probably why my phone was going off. Yeah. Because you're live on Facebook. Ego was a little uh, weird. And I knew what he was in the book, and I thought they pulled it off well. Yeah, I knew what he was in the book, and I didn't know how it was going to translate to the movie, and I mm-hmm. thought they did a good job on that. It was still a weird ending. It was just weird, is what I wrote in the article, uh, my article, my review. It was a weird ending, like, just to see how what they were battling in that. Uh, but I'll give it credit, it was a different type of villain than you thought yeah. in other ones. And I thought they fleshed out the villain pretty good. And I even enough. And I thought I liked um, not the syndicate. Who was that? The gold people in it. Gold. I didn't like them. I, I can't remember what they were called, but they kind of bothered me for a reason I can't explain. I kind of like that they were not the main bad guys, okay. so I'm okay with that. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I kind of liked them. Um, but everything else, though, I mean, I thought the whole cast was good. I wish the guardians were together a lot more. Yeah. Uh, Nebula was. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure that storyline really went over as well as they wanted it to. Yeah, I don't know if Gamora and Nebula really gelled like it should have. Yeah, well, I uh, yeah, I don't know. That was without going to spoilers. We can do spoilers next week. The one, the one thing I think that got me was like at the beginning, the gold people or whatever their their uh, ships or whatever are just uh, drones for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, they're doing this just because you know they're getting grief over having the highest body count ever on uh, on a movie. Yes. 
And so oh, all these ships, it's okay if we kill these ships because they're just drones. Until then, they start actually getting into other fights. And yes. then it's like, okay, never mind. <laughs> they don't care how many people they kill. I love Gamora. I really do like Gamora. Drax, Drax stole the show. Drax, I thought Drax the was show. awesome. Uh, I, you know what? Overall, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. Do you think it was better than the first one? No. Okay, I agree. Did you, uh, Do you feel like it was one of the better sequels to the Marvel movies? Oh, yeah. I mean... Winter be- Soldier is still my tops. Yeah, better than Thor The Dark World, better than Iron Man 2 or 3. Uh, do you think we'll look back on Iron Man, Iron Man 2 and 3 and really feel like those were not good movies? Looking back in about five years from now? I, I, I wouldn't say they're bad movies. I'd say just... Iron Man 2 and 3, I already knew them to be bad. Dave, have you seen them? Yeah. Okay. I've seen, compared to the original, the original was great. The original was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they don't live up to the original, but I still wouldn't call them bad, other than when you're comparing. I mean, it's, okay, A or A minus versus C. Mm. I'm sorry, B (laughs) minus. I hated it, B minus. And I think I like Thor The Dark World a lot. uh, I give that a lot more credit, and I don't, and I think part of it is because I did not like the first Thor. So I feel like I like Thor 2 a lot better than the first one. But oh, I think no. looking back, it's not a great film. No, I don't think it's better than the first Thor. It's a good He-Man movie. <laughs> okay. It's a very good Masters of the Universe movie. I'm intrigued by Thor 3. I think that's going to be awesome. Ragnarok? Yeah, Fragorok. Down at Fragorok. I know him from work! That I funny. love that line. <laughs> I love it. Oh, God, yeah, we saw the damn new trailer for the... Uh, Transformers. Okay, Blake, so let me tell you this. We're sitting in this packed theater. All right. Transformers, the first, last, be- whatever the night, new one is. whatever it is, yeah. medieval times, blah, blah. This huge, long, fucking piece of shit trailer. Fuck you, Michael Bay. Goes on. They show it. It's quiet in theaters. They show Transformers, the last crappy night. It's all quiet. And then you just hear Jeff in the middle of the crowd go, well, that was awful. <laughs> and everybody agreed. <laughs> but yet people still see this fucking I show. Don't know why. Why? Why? Oh my goodness. So what did what would you give it? Guardians. I'm giving Transformers. I'll do my review of Transformers right now. F. F. Sorry, yeah. bad. Guardians, uh I mean worse than a B minus? <laughs> I'd yeah. probably give it a B. Okay. You're not far off from mine. No. I, I, I think I enjoy Guardians just seeing them on the screen and I like all the characters. Yondu was awesome. I loved Yondu. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if his character arc was as good, like if they if it really fully came, or if it came full circle or not, yeah, but I'm I still sure. enjoyed it. I'm not sure if they pulled off with Yondu what they wanted to pull off with Yondu. I like the matchups of that. He was teaming with Rocket and Groot. And I love that. I love them walking down the hall. Uh, I love that scene where they're trying to escape and they're just killing everybody. Yeah, like that I said, awesome. body count. Yes, it just kept getting better. And Baby Grinchot was awesome at that scene. So, but yeah, and who knew Bautista would be a good actor? <laughs> well, when you play a guy who takes everything literally and. It won't go over my head. I'll catch it. <laughs> <laughs> you like the first Guardians, right? Yes, I did. I found it to be uh, delightful. Okay. Surprisingly delightful. Okay. For a superhero movie, but it's not really. It's a Marvel comic. So I think it's more of a, a sci-fi film. I feel Guardians of the Galaxy is very Star Wars-like. Sci-fi. Yeah, but Star Wars isn't humor. sci-fi. 
Shut up. That's correct. We okay, had this we discussion get that. before. <laughs> but I feel like Guardians 2 like expanded like Star Wars did. Like here's these planets, here's these different alien races. It's like, yes, I want these spin-offs now. Oh, you need storyline. <laughs> quick th- quick thing. <laughs> Stallone, he's in it. We're not yeah. going to you know, do it. He's Spoil. in it. He wasn't good. Do you think they're going to make a spin-off of it? They said that's a possibility. I think they want to. Mm-hmm. I don't think it will come to fruition. I hope not. I hope not. Let's just say I won't be there opening night on Stallone-led... Uh... Yeah, I think it would have been funny if he was if he played Judge Dredd in The Guardians. That would have been funny. No, it wouldn't have. Come on! And then Carl Urban... Carl Urban kills him? him? Yeah, that would have been better. <laughs> I'm the Judge Dredd, fucker. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we will get to uh, Twitter poll of the week. What about Gotham? Is it still on? Yeah. Okay, how was it? Is the season finale? No. Oh. It's still going on. Actually, they're developing storylines. What? They're writing? The villains and everybody, based okay. upon uh, the past movies in the in the comic books. And I was just wondering what your opinion was about that. I'm not caught up yet. Like this week, <laughs> Selena Kyle, the beginnings of Catwoman. Ooh. Very, very parallel to uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Baby Brit So she gets thrown out the window and the cat's liquor to, to not, back to life? I'm not going to say anything. Is uh, Bruce Wayne Baby Bats yet? They well, said they they're did, making an effort. They, they didn't. Uh, well, they, from Batman Begins, there's a similar parallel. I do like how. It's uh, going there, except, you know, he needs to learn how to run. Properly. I can't run! Yeah, like, Get Tom Cruise to teach him how to run. I feel like Fox, uh, I like how Fox in the first season said, nope, you will never see Batman in this. By third season, eh, we may bring Batman in. <laughs> well, there's only so much you can do. Nah, I still say, Nicole had a good idea. They should have just focused mm-hmm. on Batman is in the city, you yeah. only see him in the shadows, and you focus mm-hmm. on Gotham uh, police. Well, you know, Nygma's full-bore Riddler now. He is a great... I love yeah, the I guy like that him. Plays I, him. I think he's a great casting choice. And Oswald Cobblepot is awesome in it. Penguin. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. And yeah, everybody calls him Penguin, but he's not really Penguin Penguin no. yet. But he's getting there. It's a nickname that he can't get rid of. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Mr. Freeze was in there. He keeps calling him Mr. Fries. Mr. Fries. <laughs> well, that's the guy's... Real name. name, yeah, I know. I was sad. but you know, Ivy. Speaking of superheroes, did you guys see who was coming to the Cincinnati Comic Expo? Yes, I'll tell you what. If you're not excited for the Cincy Comic Expo, you better be now. Daphne Zunga. That's right. Who is she? Zuniga. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. I <laughs> oh, it must be with Carrie Yules. <laughs> Yules. Elwes. Oh. Uh, she played the princess in Spaceballs. And, and she is going to be there. Princess and, Vespa. And in The Sure Thing. Yes. That's where I first that's where learned her was The Sure Thing. That's that was a right. good movie back in the day. That I don't was know how a great movie. I, I, I doubt it holds up, but... No, <laughs> I, like Vision Quest. Yeah, Vision Quest, The uh, Sure Thing, and... Uh, Melrose Place. Of course, Melrose Place. One Tree Spaceballs, Hill. One Tree Hill. That, I like that pick. I like that one. I think it's good. I, I'll tell you what. Uh, they keep marching out great guests for that expo. If you haven't bought your tickets yet, you better get them now. If you're a fan of uh, Harry Potter. Potter? Potter. Potter. Harry Potter. Potter. I'm Harry Potter. Just Mr. hold on. Potter. We got some more. So anyways, let's do some, uh, the Twitter poll. We've got two this week. Yay. Two. two. Uh, final round. First round of... Favorite original Netflix show. We had Daredevil, 
Sense8, Master of None, and Orange is the New Black. I thought that was on HBO. What? Orange is the New Black. No, no it's on Netflix. That's Netflix. I was pleasantly surprised by the... I swear it is. Yeah, it, it is? is? Yeah. Okay. comes out next month. The new season. <laughs> I oh, maybe am, I'm thinking of Girls. Okay, for, for Girls is on HBO, yes. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> no. Not anymore. The best part about Orange is the New Black. It's on HBO Go. You can go look it up and find these, it. These hackers threaten Netflix that they're going to release the new season. So they re- And if Netflix doesn't do something, I forget what it is. So Netflix says, ah, fuck you. So they release it. So all these assholes go to look for the new season of Orange is the New Black, and shocking, it's a phishing website, and it's a bad thing. Like, they go into it, and they get all your user information if you find if you start watching the Orange is the New oh, Black. wow, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, how dare you not trust them? <laughs> like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? The sad part is when you said it was a phishing network, I thought you meant they were showing you phishing shows. Yeah, I thought it was like, bass <laughs> fishing. Yeah. Oh, I... It's a phishing network, I'm like... Okay. I, mean, I, mean, oh. I, I caught a carp today. You meant fishing with a PH. Yes. yes. Sorry. Right. I just oh, so it's, it's the network about the band Fish? <laughs> no. Anyways, so here's the winner. Uh, our last place was 0% Master of None. Aziz. Ooh. Aziz Asari's uh, show. I have yet to see we it. We saw the so. first season, my wife and I. It was okay. I like Aziz Asari stand up. It's pretty funny. He actually has his real life mom and dad in it, oh, and that, wow. and they play as obviously his mom and dad, and it's enjoyable. You know, they, I think he's had two seasons, and they said there won't be. A, he even said there won't be a third. Oh, they're done with it then. Yeah. In uh, third place, Sense Eight, uh, with twenty percent of the vote. Sense Eight. Sense Eight is one that I want to see, but have not gotten around to watching. Second season's coming out. What's that about? Uh, these people all have these powers. And they're all connected. Like, they can feel what others are doing in that. Like, oh, isn't like eight people across the globe. Right. We the... talked about this mm-hmm. about we did... 100 episodes ago or yes. something. Yep. There's a lot of big sex scenes in it, too, supposedly. That would make sensation. Ah, I get it. Uh, oh, I get it. I don't. Uh, 52% of the vote to 28%. This kind of surprised me. Daredevil nope. beat Orange is the New Black. It surprised you? Yeah, because many, many moons ago, Orange is the New Black was on um, one of our Twitter polls, and yeah. it blew away everything. Uh, so, Daredevil maybe now... Maybe there wasn't enough jail lesbian sex for everybody. <laughs> Daredevil now... <laughs> there is a lot in Daredevil. <laughs> jail lesbian. Uh, Daredevil moves on to the final uh, finals with Stranger Things, House of Cards, and Fuller House. Ooh, it's going to be a tough... <laughs> fucking Fuller House wins this. I'm well, now you're telling now everyone you, to now vote for it. it. Now everybody's going to vote for it just to piss you off. Don't vote for Sanjaya. <laughs> Don't do it, people. Speaking of that, he's, uh, American Idol's coming back to ABC. That's uh, not official yet. Yes, it is. Oh, it is? Yeah. Today or something? Because yeah. I just read today that they were talking yeah. about it. Yeah, they're trying to get Seacrest back. Seacrest no! out. But isn't Seacrest the new uh, date show with Kelly Ripa? Yeah, and they were talking about it today on the show that, you know, it's coming back. So I'm oh. figuring that if they're talking about it... It's if they can't get Seacrest back, maybe they'll get Brian Dunkelman back. Dunkelman's like, I'm waiting by the phone, people. Please do it. You got dunkled. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, the Brian Dunkelman sighting this week. Yeah. <laughs> Take a shot. Uh, can we get him on the show? I feel like he would do it. He probably would. Uh, let's see. Also... Uh, we had one more uh, Twitter poll of the week. 
What was your favorite old school video game system? Worst Twitter poll of the week ever. We had Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, and Atari Jaguar. Jaguar. For some reason. I always wanted the Atari Jaguar. Uh, 5% of the vote, Atari Jaguar. Yeah. Shocked. Atari Jaguar isn't even in the I same don't generation think as the other even two. owned one of those, obviously. They were expensive. There were about eight. <laughs> that were. Uh, so, winning 52% to 43%. Thank you, America. You got it right. No, you didn't. Super Nintendo beat Sega Genesis. Genesis was better. Now, if I had a Twitter account, I would have voted for Sega Genesis. Well, no one asked you. I'm glad you don't have a Twitter account. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, I, I, you know, this actually got me nostalgic mm-hmm. when I when I saw this in the notes, and I was looking back, and I was like, you know, I remember my favorite game on this was the NHL hockey. Yes, and of course, the best scene in Swingers is you know before they go out drinking, they're playing Sega mm-hmm. NHL hockey, and they you know they knock Gretzky out with the punch out. Well, that was part of the fun of the game was trying to instigate a fight with the players, and then going into that goofy little punch yes. thing. And then the guy would fall down, and then his head would break open, and then like blood would come out on the ice. I don't think you could do that these days with. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't thing. be allowed to do that on the Super Nintendo because you weren't yeah. allowed blood on your Nintendo. Here's a funny thing. Not anyway. even Mortal Kombat. When you kill people, you still weren't allowed to see blood. The later versions you could, but not the first ones on Super Nintendo. I don't think any on Nintendo systems. No. Check. And you could on. Genesis, they showed yes. blood on Genesis, but not on Super Nintendo. So Blake talks about swingers in the NHL '95. My favorite NHL '95 is in Chasing Amy. The whale never beats the Pittsburgh. I, I, I think the you whalers. Mean, uh, it's uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's chasing Amy. No, Mallrats. Mallrats. Was it? It was Mallrats. It was when Shannon Doherty's character dumped uh, uh, Jason Lee's character. And he was he woke up and he was she climbs out the bed bedroom window because he's playing the video game. <laughs> yeah, I think Shannon right. Doherty was not in chasing Amy. I think you're right. I think I remember that now. She left a note calling yeah. him callow. Yeah. See the best which he thing, thought was the only nice yeah. thing she said. And the, the best thing I liked about the Sega Genesis is that it took discs, right? Mm-hmm. So no. and this was in the yeah. Genesis was cartridge. Genesis was cartridge. Are you sure it was cartridge? Yeah, Sega yeah. CD was the next one that was discs. Maybe I had both. Oh, the, the, CD, the CD took discs Night and you hooked track. that up to your... Yes, that's exactly what I was going to bring up next. Okay. Yeah, you hooked the Sega CD up to your Genesis and then, yeah, those were discs. That's what I did. Yeah, so I, I remember I was uh, living overseas at the time and I read about this controversial... Uh, you know, sorority house and, and night night, nightgowns running around night being trap. pursued by a killer. And you know who was I, in it. And I said, you know what? I need that game. <laughs> we had that game. Yeah. And you, you know too. who was the star of it? Dana Plato. Dana Plato. Was it Dana Plato? Yes. yes. From facts of, no, not facts of life. Uh, uh, different strokes. Different strokes. Yes. Uh, oh, my gosh. That's right. I, I, really, I remember really I got it. Game. I was really disappointed when I got it. And I was all, like, what's the point of everybody being upset about this? You had these creepy burglar monster things, and they were like, coming in to kill the sorority Ninja people. monsters yeah. is what they look like. And they were kill coming the in to kill girls. the sorority girls at a sleepover, and you had to set traps to capture them. Yeah. And it, it did not play well. No. no that was that was, that's what people should have been upset about. That's yes. Exactly, because this was the early, mid-90s, mm-hmm. the, the gaming systems, even for PC, because I even looked this stuff up, because like, oh yeah, because I had 7th Guest for my PC, uh, yeah. I had Phantasmagora, and this was when the movement was towards actual film cinema mm-hmm. acting scenes 
in your video games. Mark Hamill's in a couple of the space ones. Yeah, I forget what it was called. Space, uh, was that like, Wing Commander? Uh, Wing Commander, that's right. Wing Horrible Commander. film. <laughs> so if they integrated the you know the the PC games with these uh, video mm-hmm. interludes, and uh, eventually they went away and said you know this is too expensive and it's not working right. But Phantasmagora worked really well. I mean that was a seven disc game and I played the hell out of it. I thought it was one of the best games I ever I played. I actually kind of like the old school uh, live action or not live action the, the live action, action video. Yeah, yeah, I kinda, it was I neat. It was kind of neat. Yeah, the Star Wars had a uh, rogue. Rebel Squad or Squadron or something like that. I forget which one. Yeah. They had a couple of them. And they were fun. They were corny, but they were fun to watch. I mean, I like I yeah. those. I mean, yeah, you could tell the actors some and some of the scenes were in front of a blue screen. Oh, yeah. And they put the an- <laughs> cheap sometimes, CGI behind it. Sometimes. Uh, most tell. of the time. They still better acted than Yui Bowl movies. But it, but it was, yeah, it was still pretty good. I mean, I saw now while I was looking this up. You mm-hmm. can go to websites. You can Google websites. You can actually play these now over the oh, internet. Yeah. And I'm thinking, eh, maybe I'll... We relive some Phantasmagora. Here's um here's the thing. So or seventh guest. after next week. Ah, uh, seventh guest. Yeah. After next week, when we do the Netflix finals, they will be coming up on our Twitter poll here in a couple week days. Um, we will have an a video game console tournament. Ooh. So we will be doing this, people. Super Tech Mobile Generation Not by games damn it. systems oh, generations systems. Mm. generations generations. Mm. So we will try to break it out, and I'll talk with you guys and see, you know, how to break it out. Uh, we will be going back. This is for a listener that's been interacting with us lately, and we appreciate it. Thomas Kirk. We will be going back to the 1975 is the earliest thing, I think. Uh, the Odyssey? It? I think it was the Odyssey. Pong? So, so we will be. Putting, I think we're talking about exchangeable cartridge games. Oh. Yes, yes. So we will be putting that in there just for him. Was it the Magnavox Odyssey, I think, was the first? I think you're correct. So, uh, but we will be doing that. But let's get to some listener feedback. And we're going to start off with listener feedback from uh, this person. His name is Doug. Uh, number one fan, Doug. Can't give yourself a nickname. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Doug says, with Avatar sequels being pushed back again, what gets made first, Avatar, Gambit, or the Batman? Wow. It's a good list. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think Avatar will still get made before Gambit or the Batman. <sighs> um, Avatar is 2020. is when it's released. Which I think will be before Gambit or the Batman. Does anyone care about Gambit anymore? I do. I like Gambit. Like, do you feel like anybody cares in the theater or like the movie business anymore? It's like... Do you think that time has passed? Like we are done. That window of opportunity. Yeah. No, I don't think it's passed. I think, I think it's lessened what people care. But oh, Dark Phoenix sees that, and they're going to make you care even less after their next film. That might do it. Yes. <laughs> Unless they introduce Gambit in Dark Phoenix. Oh, I'm Gambit. I am taking you down, Dark Phoenix, with my playing cards and uh-huh. my hula hoop ability. Uh-huh. Put they it in my from LaCroix. I am Gambit. Put it in my bottle. I am a Bonderator. <laughs> okay, now I don't care about the Gambit movie. <laughs> Good. I did my job. <laughs> Skip go. the next question because we got another one from Doug. Oh. Uh, we'll do that next one next week. Um, 
Dev? states. Oh, you want to go? Oh, oh we no, still you're going to read that one. On okay. Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast, yeah. you can tweet us. Read it. Or a history of bad ideas on Facebook, because we took the other fucking Bad Ideas Podcast down, fuckers. Yeah. It only lasted to February. You can't vote here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Doug said, start watching Agents of Hydra. And Jeff is right. It's pretty good. All right. Ooh, I asked what I got is a, Agents I, of Hydra. It's the new. And I think he said, hey, dum dum, you talked about it last week. Uh, Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D., where everyone's in the framework. Yeah, that, that's what the uh, overall story arc is called, Agents of Hydra. Do you like it? Yeah. Do you like it? Okay. Um, I don't know if it's tonight, the season finale. No. Uh-huh. I mean, it's probably on as we're recording, so. And lastly, also just to let you know, it's Rosario Dawson's birthday today. ABC. Oh. Easy one, two, three. Jiggle, 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 Dante okay. and Randall, they just need to break out for a second. I, I like that scene. Forgot they played that song in that scene. I'm gonna have to that. go back. I and, really like that movie. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that movie. Uh, I was disappointed in Clerks too. Well, I'm disappointed except for Rosario Dawson. Well, on the, but on they the got Rosario a- a- Dawson a- in it, so instantly made Clerks Easy two. Yes, one, two, good. three. Just that scene. Hey, Brian Howell. No, every scene she was in. Mm, okay, Rosario. <laughs> She shows up on Luke Cage. Not literally. Wait a minute. Uh, in the movie well, I think she show. does. Yeah. No. But she's so good. She's so good at it. She's also an Iron Fist. Iron. And what I I know. Have you yeah. finished Luke Cage? One episode left. Yeah. No, I'm serious. I did. I'm a, hey, give me a break. I'm not giving you a break. You should have gotten a. You've had one episode left for three weeks now. I was going to watch it last night. My wife's like, I'm going to bed. You need to watch 13 Reasons Why, second episode, because you need to catch up so we can watch the third episode on Thursday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, from Dev. Hey, Dev. Is this Big Dev the Psy Guy? It is. <sighs> If Chris Farley were alive today, mm-hmm. what Hollywood actor would be out of a job? He says, I'm looking at Kevin James. That's false because Farley actually had acting ability and comedic t- timing. So you're saying Farley wouldn't get all the Adam Sandler friend jobs he may, that Kevin James has been getting? That's true, but I feel like he would be bigger than Adam Sandler now. Do you think Farley would be bigger than Sandler, or do you think his star would have diminished in Hollywood by now? He'd be bigger than Sandler, because Sandler, for whatever reason, Netflix thinks he's worth paying a ton of money to. They said so many people watch him on Netflix. He's the number one star on Netflix. Yeah, because people are already paying for Netflix. His movies are now free, essentially. He wouldn't be able to sell tickets in a theater. Oh, Ridiculous 6 was good. I saw Ridiculous 6. Or 8 or whatever it is. It was Ridiculous 6. Okay. And it was terrible. Uh, terrible enough that I'm not going to watch Sandy Wexler, I don't think. <laughs> Did that come out yet? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. I, we had a review a couple oh, weeks yes, ago. We did oh, yeah. review a listener the, review. Podcast Cafe. Sorry. Guys. It was that memorable. Fucking Sandy Wexler. I'm serious, though. Do you think Farley would be that big of a star now? 
It's been 20 years since Beverly Hills, Ninja, and Tommy Boy, 23 years or so. I think it was 97? I'll tell you what. If if Adam Sandler still has that staying power, I would have to assume Farley would still. Do you think he would have done still make funny movies or just make shit storms like Sandler? That's the other question. Here's what would happen. Well, the problem is he made a funny movie. Black Sheep. <laughs> he made one yeah. funny movie. He, he made Tommy Boy. Then Black Sheep was just Tommy Boy rehash with politics. Yeah. And then he did uh, Beverly Hills Ninja, which was not good. Uh, other yeah. than that, he was just doing, as far as I know, bit roles in Friends movies. He he probably would have gone the route that every comedic <laughs> actor does, and that's where they try to be taken seriously and yeah. do a serious movie, mm-hmm. and then bomb. And then he'd probably be, uh, you know, out of uh, circulation for a while. And then have a comeback. And then he'd end up in uh, Adam Sandler's Netflix movies. Do you think he would have done TV shows? Well, see, you got to remember, if he hadn't passed away, he would have been the voice of Shrek. That is true. They had to redo the whole movie. He was about 70, 80% done recording Shrek when he died. They actually changed a lot of the movie around just because of Myers coming on and doing some ad-libbing and that stuff. And and they kind of, you know, Shrek was more of a sad sack, Farley-esque character. Did you see some of that? I, I saw, like, a thing where they took... The dialogue, yeah, 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 dialogue that he had recorded and kind of put it over a uh, the rough sketches. Yeah, that oh, was wow. interesting. All right, that's depressing. <laughs> so let's try and cheer things up. Well, that was a good question. I really. Like it was that a good. Question. Do we have an answer other than Kevin James would not be getting? Uh, he'd be taking. Um, no, since he's John our, Belushi, well, Kevin, uh, John according Candy. To Chris, it would have been according to Chris. <laughs> since he's our corrections guy, I think he's probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can go listen to Dev on his uh, Shot of History, Shot of History podcast. Yes. You know, I always love hey. Dev. Yep. Where he'll tell, he'll tell you why everything you thought you knew about history is wrong. That's right. Mm. Whether he's wrong or not. So he's the culture babble of history. <laughs> <laughs> so from Pam Morris, she says, "So, what will it take to get Jeff to shave that beard?" Now, is this a new one or is this the one? This she's is a sent? brand new one. She's brand asking this one. again. Huh? I knew. At least has to be more than twenty pounds of Pez. Uh, twenty pounds of Pez is out. Um, <coughs> to get me to shave the beard, you probably have to get me to be in a movie where the character can't have a beard. Wow, that was yeah. a good one. <laughs> All right. So, and it's got to have a, a good pay to be in said movie too. Well, that was a lackluster answer. All right. So, <laughs> well, if you find casting directors to put me in a movie, if you want me to shave it, and then when the movie's done, it's coming right back. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, next one is from uh, our good friend Desmond Hassing. Oh, Des. Now, is he is he uh, done with uh, his many degrees? I don't think yet. No, I don't think yet. Okay. Well, to... then keep keep studying, young man. Well, if he's not done now, he will be in two weeks. Or, or did, did they already years. have graduate? Depends I didn't think he had any degrees. He's going to get. I... Last I, my understanding, reading his Facebook uh, posts, were this was his final degree. 
Okay. The uh, last straw. Yeah. Well, now they I picked him out. <laughs> <laughs> they said, there's, there's nothing left for you to learn here. <laughs> you have hit every nonsensical um, major. Stop it. The worst thing you could do is get communications degree. Dear God, don't be like the Hobie people. You've used up every free college California University tuition option you've had. <laughs> You're not Bernie Sanders. Get out of here. <laughs> Sorry. No, but seriously, Des. Des does used to do a podcast. What was that called? Uh, he did Musings of a Geek. There you go. And he also did the Arkham Social Hour. Yeah. Mm. Now, is he going to make a return to podcasting after he has all these edumacations? He might. He might. Nobody's we, going. Let, uh, we, need to, we need to reach out and see if he wants to guess. Why don't we interview Desmond? We could do that. Why not? We could do that. I think it'd be fun. We don't want our, our listeners falling asleep, though. All right. But anyways, <laughs> given that, he says, given that the Secret Empire is coming to Marvel, our series with Secret in the title Ever Good. Ooh. See, this is why he goes to school, to ask these questions. <laughs> um, Secret Life of well, Pets? No, that would look terrible. Uh, that was okay. Series with Secret. And I think he's referring to the comic books themselves. Oh, I'm just looking at Secrets in <laughs> the title. Uh, I liked The Secret Six, but that was a DC title. Oh, that was good. I did like that. I did like that. Uh, My wife likes Secret Deodorant. Top Secret? <laughs> Top Secret was a great movie. Great movie. Okay, good. Uh, the uh, Secret, the 2006 film that was uh, published by, uh, who's the Chicago talk show lady? Oprah. Oprah? Yes. <laughs> the Chicago uh, talk show lady. Chicago talk show lady. <laughs> you know her. What about the, uh, isn't there like a Secret Lives of something or other? Pets. <laughs> Secret Life of Pets. Secret okay. Life of Walter Mitty. For a minute there, I thought you said Secret Life of Pez. <laughs> that would be a good movie. Um, Aren't they making a Pez movie though? They are making a Pez movie. They decapitate everybody. Oh, God. <laughs> they all look like Canadians from South Park. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. If there's anything else out there? No, that's about it. The uh, secret... secret military bases, Area 51. It's not that secret. I know about it. 52, you don't that's know about it. That's a documentary. Area 52, you uh, Area 52, know. I don't know about You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so suck it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, next one. From the Ditman. Well, Ditman, so, fun fact. If you type history of bad ideas into Google, your podcast is the first thing to pop up. All We're, right. Woohoo! We are Google famous. Yes. <laughs> I like Googling I, myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. What was... I'm trying to remember when we first started and on iTunes, I would type in History of Bad Ideas on iTunes, and uh, it was like an episode of, like, Law and Order. Yes. Criminal Intent would pop up <laughs> or something. And I'm like, oh, we've got to beat out Law and Order or whatever. I don't even remember what show it was. 175 but... episodes later. <laughs> Still behind Law and Order. <laughs> We're going to get there one day. I have day. a question. If we keep Googling ourselves, does that increase the hits? That <laughs> I think so. It Probably will. number one. That's why I hashtag Kobe every time on Twitter. <laughs> Just keep hoping it. <laughs> Give us a damn hashtag on Twitter. Well, thank you, Mr. Ditman, for Googling us every day to increase our... Our top number. Could you do that every day, Ditman? <laughs> do it every day. Make sure we're still number Listeners, one. Listeners, not only can you give us a review on iTunes, you can Google us. Or Google Play <laughs> or Android or Stitcher. Please do on all of them. Uh, you can also just Google us. That would be awesome. <laughs> not that bad idea, probably. I don't know what that fuckers are doing. Just Google me. Took those down. I wonder if you dropped the history of off. And Shut just up. Shut Google up. No, no. Bad idea. No, it's still there. No, it's no. still there. 
But will we be number one on yes. Google over them? We're right until proven wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing it'll take a lot to prove that wrong. <laughs> what else we got here, Blake? Uh, listen to reviews. Oh, all right. Reviews. You got a TV show, movie, uh, book, uh, porn collection, anything that you sex reviewed. act, sex act. That, yes, anything that you have want to review, send it over to us at uh, Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter, and we will put it up there. We even take good recipes. Oh yeah. Uh, from Peyton Morris, she mm-hmm. says, "I am six episodes into Legion, and I still don't get it. What the fuck? That WTF is going on?" Well, well, you, if you haven't gotten it by episode five, I don't know if there's any hope for you, Pam. Five pretty much lays it out, doesn't yeah, it? <laughs> Pam, go back and rewatch and pay attention this time. <laughs> Pam, Pam, are you sleeping while the episode five came on? Because you need to really watch it. Maybe she went from episode one to six. Uh, do, she just skipped everything yeah, in between. Just do four and five again. I'll be honest. If back you just did four, five, and four, four and on, you probably wouldn't miss much yeah. from the first ones. First three, unreliable narrator, pretty yes. funny stuff. But, uh, all right. Anyway, she says, everyone is cray cray. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, that's well, pretty much how. He he's cray cray. Yeah. And they were all in the and insane if asylum. If you get past or... episode six, mm-hmm. you realize why he's cray cray. Yes. It's a little weird. A little demented. That's why I like the series so much. And she says, uh, I'm actually caught up on S.H.I.E.L.D. too. Uh, liking it more than The Flash, Arrow, and Legends this season. Man, everybody's loving S.H.I.E.L.D. this year. Well, it's better than Flash, Arrow, and... We've had a couple other ones previous weeks talk about S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And then uh, we got uh, from her favorite Kiwi, uh, Nikki. Oh, no, wait. Sorry, we got one more listener review from oh, Doug. This one just in. Yes. Night Trap, Dunkle. Nope. Oh, down right there. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Those, Those are my notes. notes. <laughs> From Doug, just saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and it was really good, but I liked the first one better. I can agree with that review. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That was exciting. (laughs) Thanks, Doug. So, thank you, Doug. So, Dunkle, you're thinking of dark beer? What's up? Nothing. Just keep going. All right, anyway. That's coming up, apparently. Uh, Nikki, no idea what network Powerless is on, but... Was. Blaming Jason for it being canceled. Good. You're welcome. It was a horrible show. Should never have been made. Okay, I wasn't good, but I wouldn't go off like it was like the worst thing ever. I oh mean, no, it was bad. It's better than Riverdale. No, 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 no. But Nikki liked that too. So. Yeah, thank you, Nikki. Who what do we got next, Blake? I got something. I got some music for you. Oh good, because you just handed this to me and I'm like, I don't have any music ready. Copyright Ooh. sexy, no copyright sexy music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel a little extra groovy today. <sighs> oh, hey. we got singers in the studio. John Daly's caddies are here. Oh, yeah. Nick says, Jason, you really let me down. Forgetting oh. Middle East questions. I don't even have to make sound effects. They're so good. What the hell Middle East questions is he talking about? I have no idea. Remember two weeks ago when Jason was trying to ask a question, but he played such ridiculous music we never got into it? Uh, Nick, uh, You're not supposed to talk. Nick was expecting uh, the answer the following week, and Jason asked a different question. Anyway. So... 
So let's keep it simple this week. Oh, yeah. Jeff. Jeff. Oh. What you, <laughs> you watch what your you, mouth. What you, what you, what you, what you oh, got? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what I got. What you got? Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Nick wanted me to ask Jason. What? What are you wearing? <laughs> well, he's turned. The tables have turned. <laughs> I feel a little blushing now. I got a t-shirt on. And, Since I read t-shirt. And under that? Nothing. He's porky pigging. Oh, nothing under that. <laughs> I got shorts on. And, and Blake sits across from me. And in between un- the shorts, there's and Blake, there's nothing in between. Ooh. Why do you keep dropping Pez on the well, floor? Why do you need to pick it up? I don't, I don't know, Blake. Please do. Yeah, well, he goes on to say, "Oh yeah, come oh, to yeah. Nikki, baby." Ooh, Ooh Nick. I feel like we hit the strange zone. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Guardians of the Galaxy too. This is strange. I'm a little weirded out. <laughs> I don't know if I like Nick asking me questions. <laughs> I feel like there was some collusion going on. I feel like that too. Nick, could you, Nick Albright, could you uh, send some questions for Blake next week? No, don't. <laughs> but then he goes on to say, "I feel betrayed, Jason. You like it betrayed? <laughs> I don't know what that means." <laughs> I feel like this became Fifty Shades Darker. <laughs> oh, enjoy the music. Dark. <laughs> this is the first time ever we made it through the whole sexy music yeah, song. Right. <laughs> oh my god, it really did. <laughs> well done, guys. All right. So, if anybody's trying to figure this out, yeah, we're we're mostly improvisational. <laughs> When people tweet us during the show, we got to do it. There you go. I mean, we just have ideas, and then we just make shit up. Yes. All right. Now, next one from Thomas Kirk. Welcome, Thomas. Is he, is he Captain? He's a military Kirk. man. Captain Kirk. Yeah. You know He's, what? Change Captain approved. Change approved. Change approved. He's Captain got a Kirk. nickname. Captain Kirk. Right. Captain Kirk. Doug still doesn't. Captain Kirk. Yeah, he does. Uh, number one fan. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's not a good nickname. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, so he says, American gods, crap or worth a second eps. Have you seen American gods? I have not. It is on a network I do not get. I am interested in this because I've seen the previews all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's got Ian McShane in it, and I like Ian. That's McShane. why I would be intrigued by it. And then I, I'm I'm confused by what it's about. Are they about Greek gods or is this angel devil thing? The previews kind of left it kind of weird. Well, because it's kind of all going on. It's kind of or it could be all going. But I, I, I like it. all like I think in this world, I I started reading the book, but then the library wouldn't let me renew it, so I couldn't finish it. <laughs> Why wouldn't they let you Nazis? Because <laughs> he I, had it out six yeah, other times. Yeah. No, <laughs> because someone else had a, a hold on it. Hold had on a reserve on it. And go. as I found out, the local library, uh, even if there's 14 copies still within the system, yeah. if someone puts a, a, a hold on it, no matter if there are 14 available copies, no one can renew it until that hold has been checked. Oh, wow. The so central- I yelled at my local librarian friends. Yeah. Now, see, I, I had to go to imdb.com to yeah. try and read a little bit about it, but it didn't really explain anything. But I looked at the cast, mm-hmm. and you know, this has got Crispin Glover, 
It's got Cloris Leachman. It's got Gillian Anderson. It's got Orlando Jones. It's got Jeremy Davies. It's got Corbin Burnson. I mean, it's, it's, it is loaded. So, the central premise of the novel is that gods and mythological creatures exist because people believe in them. Okay. Immigrants to the United States brought them, spirit, brought them spirits and gods. The power of these mythological beings has diminished as people's beliefs have waned. New gods have arisen, reflecting America's obsessions with media, celebrity, technology, and drugs, amongst other things. Mm. So mm -hmm. Shadow is a convict who is released from prison early when his wife and best friend die in a car accident, leaving him all alone in the world. Bereaved, he takes a job as a bodyguard for a mysterious con man. You mean Mr. bereft? Yes, he means bereft. <laughs> I like bereaved better. Am I Go wrong? Ahead. No. It says keep, bereaved. Keep going. Oh, is it? No. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. Mr. Wednesday, who seems to know more about Shadow's life than he lets on. They travel across America visiting Wednesday's unusual colleagues and acquaintances. So there you go. Interesting. I'm intrigued by that. That's all I got. All right. That sounds interesting. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Kirk. Thank you. Please continue with the questions. Thank you. Yes. Kirk. Let's wrap this sucker up. We got Kirk out. All right, uh, from Beside a Geek at Beside a Geek Pie. It says, mm -hmm. regarding last week's draft. On the Cleveland Browns. That's right. Blake wins the draft just for sticking with that god-awful team. You talking about the Browns or his draft team? Probably both. Okay, good call. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Blake. Thank you, Besotted Geek. Hi. I still have yet to win a draft. The, the Browns win it somehow. Oh, that makes me feel bad because I assumed you were going to win because you drafted everybody that I wanted. So uh, the fact that, you know... You couldn't win with it with what I, with the team I wanted means wow well, I must have been really bad. It's German Irish. I'll be honest. It is probably is. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, last but not least, we finish every listener feedback yes. episode with Professor Number One and Doctor Number One. Crazy man. Uh, this is directed at Jason. I assume. Because, yes. 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 I had to. He infers this, so I assume he's angry at Jason because he says first. You championed enlisted, then pitch. Are you the kiss of death for Fox shows? No, because I didn't champion Serenity when it was on Firefly. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Fox shows uh, is the kiss of death. We're putting it out, and then if it's not American Idol, we'll cancel it. And then the best part is that Fox lost the bidding war for American Idol, the reboot. <laughs> Were they actually trying to get yes. it back? Why did they cancel it in the first place? Well, that's then? my thing. If you really want it back, let it sit on the shelf for a year and then bring it back. That's pretty much it's been a year. Yeah, that's what I mean. So Fox fucked up on their own. So they, how did they lose out on the bidding war to their hilarious. own show? <laughs> and NBC lost on the bidding war, too. Not that I want American Idol back. Yeah, NBC. that's right. NBC was talking about doing it because they would do the American Voice. Idol on one it, during the spring yes. and the voice during the fall or something. I just think it's funny that NBC loses out on something else. I'm shocked. <laughs> the curse of Bill Cosby continues. Oh. Well, there's your listener feedback. <laughs> Speaking of Bill Cosby, I was just learning the history of Jello today. <laughs> you gotta put the pudding in the pudding in fact, though, You gotta put Bill the Cosby in the pudding the, and then the, the, she falls asleep. The pudding. <laughs> The the pudding. Bill Cosby and Jello, longest running celebrity endorsement uh, ever. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, wow. now he's at the age that all he can eat is Jello, so that's a positive. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, can you eat this Jello? Why is there white powder on it? Don't worry about Jello white pudding pop. Forget the pop and the pudding. Welcome to the Jello pudding pop's new flavor. Go to sleep, bitch. Yeah. Don't mind if I do. I don't know what just happened there. <laughs> I don't know either. 
Send all your complaints to Jason at Graphic Novice. It's time for another installment of the News of the Geek. Okay, so 16 hours into it. Uh, let's see here, News of the Geek. Uh, according to TV Line, HBO has signed deals with four writers to explore multiple spinoffs to Game of Thrones. They're Jane Goldman from X-Men. <laughs> She's from X-Men, you gotta be good. Brian uh, Heligoland from Mystic River. Ugh. Uh, Carly Ray from Mad, Ma- Mad Men. So it'd be boring. Madman. Mad Stupid Madman. Madman, Madman. I always think of uh, the Charlie Sheen show- theme song with that. Oh, Men, 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 Men. That was a terrible ass show. Yes, it was. And Max Bornstein from Godzilla and Kong Skull Island, colon, to explore different time periods of George R.R. R. Martin's The Hobbit's uh, vast and rich universe. There's no set timetable for these projects. We'll take as much or as little time as the writers need, and as with all our development, we will evaluate what we have when the scripts are in, is what HBO has said. Hopefully they don't need as much time as George R.R. himself needs. <laughs> uh, Not no... to be written in the exact time style of George R.R. <laughs> Martin, but the same style. We did our first season, now you have to wait eight years. That's right. Uh, there's no uh, word if the projects will be prequels or sequels. So they could do all four of them ideas, or yeah. two of them, one of them, nobody knows. Maybe none of them. Would you guys yeah. be interested in seeing another a spinoff? Yeah, yes. I'm actually being serious. Yeah, I, or, actually, he's he has enough material in history in this, kind of like Tolkien does in his world, mm-hmm. that you can do several stories. I think that would succeed because I, I talked to Dr. Bednar about this, mm-hmm. and we were discussing what four would we like to see. Okay. Now, here's my question. Do you and I'm not being an ass on this. I'm being serious. Do you think the boat has sailed on Game of Thrones that it, you would still have the popularity if there was a spin-off? People are pot committed now. It's six seasons. We're now getting the final two seasons. Do you think the excitement would still be there if there was a spin-off? Yeah. I do. I, I think look look at how many reboots of TV shows that Netflix and these other Amazons are doing. I don't disagree. You know, I, mean, I mean, Fuller House. People want, yeah. I, people want, people want more Game of Thrones. And I'll tell you what, I I think there are two major storylines that would be most most excellent. And I think it'd be great. And let's see if Jeff agrees with me. I would say the very first one that I would love to see is the time before. Uh, Baratheon's first rebellion, you know, with the Rhaegar, Rhaegar backstory and Lyanna, yeah, um, and in the Starks. That's the I, I don't know if they are planning to show any of that at all in the regular Game of Thrones. I don't think they have time for that because they're only doing they're doing shortened seasons. Yeah, only like thirteen gonna, episodes, like, left. and they got to like pack in the entire ending as soon as possible. Well, but you could probably pack all that in into two episodes. Yeah, maybe they come over the dragons attack, kill everybody, then the White Walkers attack, and they kill yeah, them. Maybe they can have a montage. <laughs> everybody needs a montage. We're killing dragons. With the montage, the Dragon Queen crosses the sea, meets up with Jon Snow, kicks her his ass, turns around, kills the ice dudes. Game over. <laughs> Two episodes. There you go. We just did it. <laughs> but they're spaced out six years apart. Oh, oh wait, no, we need Arya in there somewhere too. 
Well, here here's one of the, here's one of the, well the other idea that was perpetuated mostly by Doctor Bednar was the definitely the Duncan egg stories. Duncan egg stories, I would see you that. Know, yeah, Duncan and Aegon Targaryen. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it took place years and centuries ahead yeah. of the current. Uh, yeah, the current shows, right? Uh, another one would actually be spinoffs of the children. From this, uh, from Game of Thrones, we're talking like uh, they probably would do, like you said, in Arya. Arya and the Hound spinoff. Arya yes, and the Hound sounds like a band. Something else. Yeah. Arya and the Hound. Yeah. Is that like the Pussycats? Josie yeah. and the Pussycats. I think. I think <laughs> their arch nemesis, Arya and the Hound. Yeah. And I think the fourth one would be when the Targaryens actually cross into Westeros and conquer Westeros, and then the story of uh, the Queen of Dorne. You know, the, the Queen's backstory adorned, very strong feminine, feminist, uh, you know, uh, icon Still there. major problems with what they hand, did in you Dorne know. so far. Yeah. So there, there is that possibility. I mean, you know. Apparently, all you need to do to take control over Dorne is be the king's brother's mistress and then murder the king. Yeah. And then you get to run Dorne. That's how, Fran- yeah. that's how Macron won. Oh, that's how France does fix their world if you, now. If you can't, if you can't beat the strong female lead, you marry her. Marry her. Marry her. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what Targaryen did. That's what Macron did. Yeah. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, I I will say I did go to Dunkin' Donuts and their Dunkin' eggs are amazing lately. Oh my goodness, they are awesome. I love them. Yeah, but they, they take so long to make. Yeah. <laughs> I see a little hobbit guy in the back. I'm still making it. Don't bother me. Yeah. Uh, another possibility was young Tyrion. Oh, I was thinking that. that I, I read that. I didn't come really? up with that Really? I'm one. trying to. Wow. An entire series? Could be. He's got a, quite a story beginning. Or you can even go to his yeah. conception because even that's a big rumor with Targaryen. Yeah. yeah. I don't, you think the show will let us know? Uh, what is up with who uh, the... knows? I don't know, but but what? So what do you think of those storylines? Did I forget any? They did, but Doctor Bednar and I hit oh. the main four. You think, or I think you hit them. I mean, else? I'm sure they're even just going to talk about something you've never even thought of. You know, that took place in the past, maybe between Duncan Egg and the. Uh, mm. uh, uh, Robert, ah, Robert's Rebellion. They'll probably just to lay groundwork as to what, uh, yeah, what the politics of the region were even before oh, then. Yeah, or Hodor, the younger years. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> Hold the door. I know that joke. Hold the door. Hold door. You guys ready for the Game of Thrones podcast later this year? Yeah, well, it's in the uh, writing stages. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah oh, we're already for it. Is the HBO show come back this year? Yeah, like sometime July. Well, yeah, so you guys can do that. I'm not. No, nor, normally, it would have been here by now. Yeah, in the past six years, it was out in April. We've already would have had the show. <laughs> we're not be... having another kid in my family, so guess what, you guys? I, I will take off that week. Uh, let's or you could come in and give us your opinions. No. Uh, let's see. I feel like I would be like uh, John Lovitz from The Critic. It's crap. I'm, I'm telling you, you and your wife just need to start binge watching it because I'm telling you, she'll she'll like it. Uh huh. And really you excited. will too. I'm really excited. Eventually, no, no walking trees, Jay. No busy, walking trees. Too busy right. binge watching Riverdale. Much better plot. <laughs> Much more fleshed out. Uh, I've I've watched both of them. No, you're wrong. Nope. <laughs> and no. Speaking of good writing, 
News of the weird. <laughs> According to the press release that Kentucky Fried Chicken, or KFC, I guess they're called now, just said I will out. never not call them Kentucky Fried Chicken. There are only two things that your sainted mother wants on Sunday, May 14th for Mother's <gasps> Day. A reasonably priced family meal she doesn't have to cook, and some, quote, alone time with a captivating novella. Novella. KFC has created an ebook that's a romance novel starring everyone's favorite oiled-up swashbuckling hero, the very sexy Colonel Sanders. Well, they're and half this is not right. A joke. They're half right about my mother. They're uh, they're half right. It is oiled up. Their their chicken. Yeah. Well, my mom would have no desire to read a sex book about Colonel Sanders, but she actually did request Kentucky Fried Chicken for I see Mother's nothing Day. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, maybe not, she oh maybe she does want Colonel Sanders. You should bring know. the ebook. <laughs> actual book. Yeah, she wouldn't even out. know how to use an e-reader. So. No, you just print it out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> printing it out. Okay, <laughs> 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 this is at 1985 <laughs> Wall Street. <laughs> what do you got? The shred on the side. Anyways, well, uh, I'm using her printer. <laughs> oh. <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wants to use the phone. Stop the printing. It's 100 percent for real. Uh, it's an authentic app that suggests that reading this book will fulfill every one of your mom's fantasies. And if you really love your mom and want her to get the full experience in enjoying this triumph of words and letters, you can even get a hard copy <laughs> hard, of the book by following the restaurant's page on Facebook and wishing and hoping that you're one of the lucky hundred who get both the book and the meal for the low, low price of $3.99. <laughs> Is it too late to sign up? I guess. Everyone else, you have to pay $20 for the food and download the book yourself. Are there only chicken options, breasts, and thighs? <laughs> and vagina. Anyways. What? Whoa. I'll take some rooster cock with that chicken tonight. Anyways, is there a line? Did I do the line? Did I go over the line? Uh, okay, just checking. I can't even see the line from where you are. You want are. me to start put, talking, talking pudding puff? You got the powder no. in the pudding pop. No, it's I don't. Pudding pop. You got to put it in the pop. Where's the pop? And then I put the pudding, pudding in the jello pudding pop. Here's your good news <laughs> of the geek. Hey, Hobie listeners. We don't September 22nd through 24th. If anything, if you're in Cincinnati, you should probably come to the Cincinnati Comic Expo at the Duke Energy Center. It's a fun-filled weekend uh, with lots and lots of fellow geeks and nerds. Uh, Here's some of the stars coming. Julian Glover from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade from Game of Thrones. He plays the Heatmeister, I think. Uh, we also have Greg Capullo, the artist from Batman. Uh, we got John Ratzenberger, Cliff Clavin himself, and in every other Pixar films. I uh, wish I should probably lead with that instead of the Cliff Clavin because no one has seen that in years. We also have Adam Hughes, who was on Wonder Woman. And we got Carrie Yules from The Princess Bride, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, and many other films. So, if you're in the Cincinnati area, September 22nd through the 24th, 2017, go to the CincinnatiComicExpo.com, get your tickets, and uh, we will see you at the expo. Do you ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? Do you ever wonder why Superman wears his underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock! And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions. This is a full spoiler podcast, and we swear a lot. Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV, movies, and comic book culture curators. Boom. Jockandnerd.com. Jockandnerd! It's time for Box Office Bombs. 
All right. Well, apparently bombing again this week is the circle. Oh. Guess it's kind of flatlined. <laughs> it made only $4 million in its second weekend, a total of $17 million. And on an $18 million budget, it's still going to lose money. Because of marketing and everything else. Yeah, all the distribution fees and whatnot uh, that goes with it. That reminds me. Mm-hmm. Emma Watson. Mm-hmm. Hermione. Mm-hmm. Hermione. Hermades. You know, she won the first, like, I forget what it was, non-gender MTV yeah, award. The MTV award, non-gender specific non-gender actor specific award. Non-gender specific actor award. Isn't it kind of like non-plussing? Because, <laughs> especially if you're a female, don't you want to be viewed as a... Well, there's Sex been female a or, or a guy you want to be you know viewed as a you know an actual good actor. Good yeah, there's been talk in Hollywood for years that they should not even say actor or actress. They should all compete against each other, and I think that's what the MTV was trying to that's do. That's what they're trying to do. The and... problem is MTV mo- Movie Awards doesn't count. But it, yeah, the, that's the problem. You know, the, the floppies the, the have more is prestige. She won the non-gender, so that's like implying that she doesn't look like a boy or a girl no, or male just, or female. <laughs> not non-gender specific. It, it's, it's even worse. She doesn't even look gender specific. They're not specifying. Did they give other awards I have no for idea. actor and actress and a non-specific? Sure. Or did they just give one acting award out? I don't know. Mm. And, oh, my God. The, the worst part was... Not only, you know, I, I suppose she deserves to win because I saw who was nominated. I'm like, so you actually don't want people who are act who are good actors to get your award? Do they still give a surfboard as their award, or is it a popcorn? Or it was a popcorn. Oh, isn't it? It surf, a popcorn. Sur, surfboard is a kids' choice award. It's my bad. Oh, uh, okay. That has more prestige. And than apparently, TV they do the awards. movie and TV awards at the same time now. Oh, they don't so. do music awards though. How dare they? I think they still well, they do. They don't those. play any videos anymore. Why would they? That's right. MTV Classic plays videos. And VH1 Classic. Welcome to well, MTV. VH1 Classic became MTV yeah. Classic. Yeah. Hi, welcome to MTV. You want music videos? That's on our sister channel that we don't care about. <laughs> Pretty much, but I like flipping over. Especially on weekends, uh, they'll have like... Uh, about two weekends ago, they had like Headbangers Ball weekend and like yeah. metal videos all week long. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Not it, playing Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. But but when I first when I first heard this, I I thought it was pretty funny because I was like, she won the non gender specific, but she's female. Don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> Down the hall, on Stumpy. I mean, so she fun. just showed her cleavage no, it, on it, the boat. It wasn't the hermaphrodite award. Oh, it was the <laughs> award for. We're not specifying oh, gender. And I'm an ass for the Bill Cosby. <laughs> Um, well, you are an ass for the Bill Cosby. Are you, but. Are you making a Caitlyn Jenner joke? Stop it. I was Anyways, not. <laughs> we have a good question since we're in the box office bombs. Oh, we insult yeah. everybody just in case you wanted to Send know. your complaints to Graphic Novice. Mostly to ourselves. Graphic Novice won't answer. They're not even a podcast anymore. Um, so, Kevin at Cincy Explorer sent this in. I wanted to put this out there because it's got a lot of traction on Twitter lately. Okay. Uh, he sent this over to us. Question to your listeners. Best film director since 1985. Keyword, best. Not greatest or successful. Big difference. Not great. Best, best, not greatest? Not, the, not, keyword, best. Not greatest or successful. But isn't gra- greatest and best? Just, the, I mean, not not the biggest money maker, I suppose. They're at. Well, that, God, that's easy as hell. That's Christopher Nolan. 
Okay. Yeah. Just want to let you know, we are having a lot of responses. We'll talk to that next week. So send it in at Bad Ideas Podcast. Best film director since 1985. Are we going to do our top five on that next week? Sure. I guess we can. <laughs> we are top five. Well, you already know what my number one is. <laughs> Just to let you know, Scab Jeff has already requ- uh, uh, chimed in on this and has gotten beaten down a lot. <laughs> so there you go. Did he Did he uh, get beaten down because everyone said Spielberg is actually good? No, or? no, no. We're not oh. getting that. Okay. <laughs> I guess that is our top five next week. Okay, so... Uh, anyone, let's do our uh, box office bombs there, Jeff. News. Well, yes, Sorry. the news uh, or the uh, the report uh, for April 28th through the 30th. Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, comma, volume, period two. I, I think those dates fall are wrong. Period. I think those dates are wrong. Yeah, those dates are wrong. We're into May. <laughs> Sorry. We're firing that copy Intern. boy. Yes. <laughs> copy! Okay, so not those dates. Uh, some <laughs> First week of May. May 5th through 7th we'll yeah, go with. Good. How's that? Yes. The Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 made $145 million in its opening weekend in the U.S. on a budget of $250 million. Mm-hmm. The Fate and the Furious made $8.5 million, a total of $207 million on a budget of $250 million, over a billion worldwide. Correct. Oh. Really, people? It's back up to number three? <laughs> Stop seeing Boss Baby. I thought of you when I saw this. Another $6 million, Total $157 million on a $125 million budget. Franchise. You know what it is? I think it's the same people that are going to see Boss Baby are the people voting for Donald Trump. That's what's wrong with this country. Down the hall. Oh, I'm Down sorry. Down the hall. <laughs> Number four, How to Be a Latin Lover. Oh, and that's, that's, made another $5.5 million, a total of $21 million on a $10 million budget. Finally saw a preview for this. Yeah, wouldn't you want to go see that before Boss Baby? Please go see that. Hola. Please do. And uh, Emma Watson's uh, non-gender-specific performance in Beauty and the Beast made another $5 million, total of $487 million on a $160 million budget. Only four hundred ninety million total, though. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it only made three million worldwide. Uh, tell us what's upcoming, Jeff. Upcoming, we have King Arthur: colon, Legend of the Sword. I didn't even know that was the subtitle. I didn't either. Yeah, are you intrigued by this? I know you I am. and I like King Arthur. I'm intrigued. I I may uh, if I've got nothing else going on this weekend, bring myself to see that. Charlie Hunnaman is in it. Or Sons of America. Yeah. Or, or as you know him better is Jack Steller. Or from uh, Pacific Rim. Or from Undeclared. Or not from Pacific Rim 2. <laughs> or not from the Fifty Shades uh, movies. Yes, he was supposed to be. And, and then he said, I think I'm done with he's that. He's supposed to be and said, why would I want to ruin my Signed career with and this? and backed out. Good okay. for him. And also coming out Snatched. I have no idea what that is. Is that the sequel to Snatch? No, it is not. <laughs> I thought of that. The, isn't that... Uh, Goldie Hawn. Uh, oh yeah, Amy uh, Schumer. Amy Schumer oh, movie. Is that right. the is that that movie? Yes. Okay. That hey, looks bad. You know, that's the name of it. I didn't even realize yeah. that. Somebody somebody should have uh, taken Goldie Hawn's access to plastic plastic surgery surgeons <laughs> away from her. Uh, they should have done that back at First Wives Club. Yeah. They it it just yeah. Is it as bad as Harry Hamlin's? No. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Hamlin yeah. reference. There you go. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna get all the uh, young guys uh, listening to us now. Yeah, we're is... talking about Harry Hamlin. 
Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he was awesome. And LA Law. Uh, well, he was he was awesome in Clash of the Titans. Oh yeah, who could forget that? Uh let's get you. Uh by the original sale. Clash oh. of the Titans. <laughs> yeah, the original. <laughs> not the remake. Yeah, the nineteen eighty three or whatever year that was. No, not not the Sam Worthington no. terrible remake. No. Uh buy sell this week. Mm-hmm. Uh buy sell Chris Pratt. Oh, God, I would buy him. Oh, in a heartbeat. Of course. You know, when I was going out to see Guardians of the Galaxy 2, my wife made a comment, and I said, I'm just going for Chris Pratt's abs. And she's like, man, he does have some abs. And I was like, I'm securing myself, and I even have get, get a little <laughs> wet about him. So, I'm just saying, you now, know, um, abs. Chris Pratt has impressive abs when he was the fat schlub. He had an ab. That, 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 that's a hot ab. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So it doesn't matter if you got fat Chris Pratt built Chris Pratt. I just like how he explained how he lost all the weight in Parks and Rec. I just stopped drinking beer. <laughs> You're drinking a lot of beer. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> I was talking about uh, at work uh, the passengers, the Chris mm-hmm. Pratt. I have not uh, seen that yet. I have not seen it yet, but a co-worker of mine had seen it. And he was complaining that uh, you didn't see any uh, Jennifer Lawrence butt, but twice you saw Chris Pratt's butt. Well, why are you complaining? And that was what my, I'm like, well, yeah, but if you're going to see butt, I mean, it's Chris Pratt's butt, so it can't be bad. He's got a meteor butt than uh, Jennifer Lawrence. I would be fine with that. I feel very dirty now. <laughs> Blake is sitting over there looking scared. No, I was wondering if he waxed his butt. Or bleached. Or if it was CGI enhanced. Oh, oh good call. I yeah. feel like you would be natural. I think you would be yeah. fine. I think you would have to wax though, right? Because no one wants a hairy ass on, t- on screen. Well, it depends Unless on the, Dennis it, it depends on the light angle. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. It's true. He is blondish. Yeah, if, so. it, if it's blonde hairs, it's probably not as yeah. bad. Is, yeah. it, is it a direct on, or are you like forty-five degree angle? It's a completely bent over. Thirty-three <laughs> angle. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, what type of lighting do you have? Do you got the footlight shining up? Or <laughs> is, is, it <laughs> is it backlit? Is it backlit? Is it Remy Lacroix light, or is it? <laughs> what uh, filters do you, do you have? The Sybil Shepherd filter on? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Is he bleached? That's what I said. I'm asking. I, I, when they said no, he Dennis. saw his, his butt, I don't think he actually saw his asshole. Oh, Jesus. Why did you have to take and it? Why there? did you have to go to Goatsy? Come on, man. Why did you go Goatsy? Well, because you're talking you bleaching never it. Come back. I was bending his hair. What are you saying? Oh, no, you, you weren't. You're sick. You're the only reason I know what asshole bleaching is all about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we went off the rails. Should we go back and edit that out? Nope. Get <laughs> the pudding, get the pudding, pop. Oh, I really hope nobody's listening to this out loud on their work, uh, <laughs> their work speech. Not suitable for work. <laughs> okay, so uh, we know Jason and I are buying Chris Pratt. Blake, I'm I'm upset that there's no Jennifer Lawrence butt in that movie. Now I'm not going to see it. <laughs> But are you buying Chris Pratt? Of course. Okay. Uh, and Zoe Saldana. Talk about you can't say that we're uh, you know we treat women and men differently on the show. We talk <laughs> lovely about both the sexes. Uh, Zoe Saldana. Oh yeah, I'll buy her. Oh yeah, definitely. Buy her for. I mean, her stock is going to be pretty high. So you mean there, I don't know if there's a lot of room for. I don't care. But I agree. I agree I with care. you. There's always room for Zoe. Mmm, Saldana. Uh, whether she's green, blue. 
Well, blue, that means it's Avatar. I don't care if I have to look at her. Oh, yeah, she'll be in Avatars. Apparently, they make billions of dollars, so two, $2 billion from the first Avatar. God. Might as well buy the stock. Yep. Yeah. She's going to be in uh, Avatar 2 through 5 when they come out in 2050, so I'll be excited about that. She's good in The Losers. Oh, yeah, I did like that movie. Chris Evans. Yeah. He's good in that. Oh, here you go. Zoe Saldana or Rosario Dawson. Which one do you go out on a date with? That seems feasible. Depends. Are you going out dancing or just for dinner? That's a tough uh, call, Jeff, because you know you love Rosario. It's a tough call, and I think I'm sticking with Rosario. I think I would, too. Because cause I've I, I've had the, the Rosario crush for a lot longer. And she actually is a true nerd. Oh she yeah, creates comic books. Bill is always a true nerd too. Yeah, but I, I'm going through Rosario. She 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 shows up in all fanboy movies here. As soon as yeah. she would mm-hmm. jump into my Ford Focus, I would turn on the CD player, and it would be A B C, <laughs> easy as one, two, three, and then she would get out of the car and, and slap you with a restraining order. Yes, <laughs> and I would have pigtail extensions. <laughs> I eat them. I don't even have hair long enough to have pigtails, but I would have them for her. Yes. <laughs> I had to get the show back on Jeff, the rails. Jeff would braid his beard. Jeff would get bleach for her. Yeah. <laughs> I would. <laughs> if any listeners would like to get, pay for Jeff to get bleached, please let us know. <laughs> God. Are you saying you wouldn't? Top five, please. <laughs> And top five this week, we thought we would peel back the mystery. Peel back the mystery. Not really. <laughs> uh, we are doing top five things listeners don't know about us. It's a little bit different. It can be difficult. as personal as you want. Yeah. You know, we try to keep a, some separate things here. And this was um, difficult because I, I think for the most part, I'll say whatever the mm-hmm. hell comes on my mind. Yeah. I mean, I suppose I could say, oh, number five, I have not bleached my asshole yet. But <laughs> That was an honorable mention for me. <laughs> Actually, it shouldn't even go without saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, seriously, never say that again. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Oh. Anyways, moving on. Uh, top five things listeners don't know about you. I will go first. You'll break the ice here? Yeah. Uh, number five, I always wanted to open a bed and breakfast. I really do. In, like, Vermont. No, I'm not Newhart. Calm down. Let's get to age 75 and older. Hi, Bob. Like, take a <laughs> shot. Daryl and Daryl, my other brother Daryl. Uh, no, I always wanted to do, uh, open a bed and breakfast, to which my wife said, are you fucking nuts? You hate people. <laughs> you hate people. Yeah, I'm a little confused <laughs> like, with yeah, that myself. Yeah, but if I'm getting money, I'm fine with that. I always thought that would be a nice laid back. And, and they're approach. always leaving. The, the, the problem is... make you happy. It's like I mean, it, it's interesting, but I'm just... The, the problem is... You have to be there for them, like, all the time. Well, I'm just saying that I would have cereal. I wouldn't be making, like, a big breakfast. No, you wouldn't actually have the breakfast part of the <laughs> bed and breakfast. And the bed would be in a separate house. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you could have a bed and breakfast and have a staff. It'd be like, uh, it is just but... like home. Make your own damn breakfast. <laughs> no, I, Honey I, bunches of oats. I, I, would, I could be friendly. I am a lot friendlier than people know. That could be an honorable mention. No. Right. But... 
I would be making the breakfast because I love to cook breakfast and I do a uh, big breakfast every weekend at the house, omelets and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm good with the f- cooking and that. So my wife would be the one to be the talker in the morning. Yeah. Ah, someone else would have to. Yeah, she's not a morning person, so that could be interesting. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, your wife would be terrible. Yes. You, you would have to be the morning But I feel person. like I always thought that would be fun to do and, um, you know, it's enjoyable. As I've gotten older, it's like, ah, oh. because we always talked, you know, like if we weren't able to have kids or so forth down the line, what would we have done? And I was like, I, I would have done a bed and breakfast in like Maine, Vermont, someplace. And my wife goes, uh, Caribbean? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. That would be Maine or Vermont. So I was, that would not be, New Hampshire, though. Uh, maybe New Hampshire. <laughs> Maine or Vermont, but uh, not between them. Maine, I feel like, is more <laughs> tourist. So Vermont's um, for the skiers. Yeah, you know, I always wanted to just sit. Uh, what, uh, in a hotel or uh, like a cabin. You, you just want to sit on the front porch in your rocking chair and someone can, come on in, neighbor. Let me make you some eggs. I'm going to kill you. Uh, <laughs> no, I always wanted, I told my wife that, you know, I wanted to be in Maine, like on in a cabin and just watch the blizzard like a snow come, just like 12 inches of snow. Yeah, I don't understand that thought process. I'd rather be, no on, place to uh, be. I'd rather be on the porch in a rocking chair watching the sunset during a summer evening. Screw being cold watching a blizzard come in. No! What are you doing out on the porch anyways? I'm a rocking chair. <laughs> in the middle of a snowstorm. <laughs> okay, maybe not. I wouldn't be rocking much, would I? <laughs> it's frozen to the porch. You can't even go back and forth. Hey, my kettle. Go get my hunting gun. I don't know. What anyways. What's <laughs> <laughs> number five? Uh, my number five is uh, boxer briefs. <clears throat> you wear boxer briefs? I wear boxer briefs. Okay. I don't think we need to explain that more. Don't like, don't like boxers, don't like briefs, but I like boxer briefs. Okay. Blake, what's your number five? I agree. Thank you. Yay. Uh, <laughs> is that Blake's number two? Put no. it on the board. <laughs> My honorable mention. <laughs> no, I like, uh, uh, in the late 90s, I almost pissed on a Secret Serviceman on Mount Rainier. <laughs> <laughs> Were you drunk? No. I needed to take a pee. I was on the trail with mm-hmm. my family and some good friends who came up from Portland. Mm-hmm. And uh, I needed to relieve myself. So you found a tree. So I went off into the bushes. And I heard this, hey, what are you doing? And I'm pissing next to a Secret Service guy who's in the bushes standing up. Comes out. He was hiding? Yes. <laughs> who was there? Apparently Al Gore was there. Oh. <laughs> On the mountain, Mount Rainier, with his son, hiking that day. Wow. And that probably explains all the park rangers and cops that we saw, like, down at the cabin <laughs> in the base and everything. But you weren't expecting them to be in your toilet. That's correct. How was he able to h- hike when he was uh, creating the internet? I had, I don't know. You got me, man. I think the internet was created by then. Ah, what, yeah. you were, like, in the mid-90s? So you no, were this, 35? This, this would have been 99. Oh, so you were 55? Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, he aged 20 years and... It's X-Men time yeah. travel. Uh, time travel. There you go. Slogan-esque. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Uh, what's your number four? Uh, my number four. Uh, I was uh, almost arrested for kidnapping. Okay. Yeah. I like how all of us are very simple. But like <laughs> stories for each one. I thought this was a quick top five. Uh, I was the first of all my friends to get a car. It was a 1977 Monte Carlo. All right. Boat. And, uh, of course, I gave everybody rides home. 
So we were dropping off uh, my friend Trisha, and in the car with me was uh, Jason and my friend Frankie. And what happened was we were dropping Trisha off, which is a couple miles from Frankie's house, and we're going to go to Frankie's next. But oh, Frankie was being a dick that day and acting up. So when we dropped Trisha off and we were standing out there, I told him to get the fuck out. He can walk home. He's like, all right, fine, I'm walking home. Takes his backpack, starts walking down the street. And I'm like, you know, look at my buddy Jason. I said, you know, I'm only kidding, right? And he goes, yeah, I know that. I said, you know what? Let's kidnap him. So I peeled down the street in this 1977 Monte Carlo. Jason and my buddy Jason in the in the passenger seat. I we pulled him whip in front of him and was like, Argh! like you know, Starsky and Hutch, you know, sideswipe, jump out, and he starts playing playing along. He's like, no, help me! We jump him. He starts to run. We tackle him. We pick him up. We open the trunk. We throw him in the trunk. <laughs> slam the trunk down, and then I peel out down the road. Down to Frank's house, where his mom awaits us and made us peanut butter sandwiches, and we're in the TV room in the den. And about 15 minutes later, ding dong, and Bonnie goes to open the door, and she goes to open the door, and there's the county sheriff and five cop cars. <laughs> and they asked, is your son home? She's like, yes, why is that? Well, we had an APB out on this 1977 Monte Carlo <laughs> from a lady who witnessed a kidnapping. <laughs> and, of course, the house that we did this in front of was the city council lady's house. <laughs> had to be in her front living room watching the whole thing from her uh, living room veranda window. <laughs> so, needless to say, Bonnie's, you know, Frank's mom, Bonnie goes... Boys, <laughs> you have some explaining to do. You have some explaining <laughs> to do. Yeah, so almost arrested for kidnapping. We shouldn't refer to that. <laughs> um, I like butter above margarine. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, just gonna say, um, I won't shave this beard unless I'm in a movie and paid to do so. Well, speaking of cars, every car I've ever owned, I've named. And I only drive female cars. Ooh, yeah. Baby. What's your car's name now? Uh, Alice is my current car. Oh, Alice. How is Alice? Alice, Alice is, is treating Alice? me well. Okay. Uh, honestly, lasted longer than I expected. Okay. So no, no, I, she named after a waitress in no, a diner. No, she wasn't. Oh, she okay. does bring soup to jour. Okay. She she was named after uh, two people. Ooh. Two she, ladies. Two. She she was named after a housekeeper in uh, California. That you had a crush on? No. Short saying you impregnated. She was French? Uh, she was definitely not French. My name is Alice. <laughs> okay. Housekeeper in California. Housekeeper. She, she, she dated Sam the Butcher. Oh! <laughs> really getting that 80 year old demographic yeah, this that's week. That's right. Uh, and also uh, named after the little girl who fell into Wonderland. Oh, yeah, so, uh, good. Not the mm-hmm. although, I wish I would have thought of the the waitress uh, at the diner in Arizona, but I didn't. Mm. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we got a Brady Brunch reference <laughs> in there. That's cool. Uh, number four for me. I feel like I was kind of a jerk when I was younger. Uh, that was my number four. Kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You're an asshole. I, I think, think everyone knew that. People didn't know. <laughs> I've tried to do better lately. Okay, that we didn't know. I was a jerk. I tried to do better. That, that's the. I tried to do better. 
<laughs> worked for Trump. <laughs> that was my number four. I feel bad. Anyways, I said kind of. Kind of. Uh, let's see, my number three. I've said this before, but I don't know if people really understand. I really love QVC and Home Shopping Network. I am, like, obsessed with it. And, like, if it comes on, like, if I'm flipping through, I just stop. Have you ordered anything? No, 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 no. But I love well, the salespeople. At least, yeah, if you, if you were, like, addicted that you were ordering stuff, I'd be worried. No. But. No. I mean, Jeff, you remember when I was younger and single? I used to stop and watch the uh, infomercials all the time. I love those. I love a bad, cheesy salesperson. You do. And uh, I love QVC. It drives my wife nuts. But uh, I really do love it. I love QVC and HSN. So Excellent. They, they did you ever buy anything? God, no. God, no. No, I, never. I, I love, like, I'm watching these things, and they're like, oh, it's comic book day. So I'm like, okay, this is something I actually know about. And they're, like, selling things for higher than face value of comics that don't co- that aren't worth anything. We got these tinfoil 1990s comics. Yeah, uh, pretty much. They, they are- this is the first appearance of... Youngblood. Somebody who never took off. This is going to be worth something. I'm like, no, it isn't. Uh, This is the Spider-Man clone saga. Uh, The whole 600 issues. Uh, We are selling them for $12,000. They go retail for 60 cents. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that. Uh, yeah, I love QVC. Love a good, I love a good cheesy salesperson. You, this can be yours for nineteen ninety nine or four easy flex payments of five dollars. Nope, you should not be doing flex pay if you can't afford twenty dollars. <laughs> don't be doing that, people. Stop it. But if stop it, it's now. only five bucks a month. I don't care. <laughs> and if you can't afford it, just return it after two months. No, if you can't afford it after ten dollars. <laughs> That could remind me of that one Saturday Night Live commercial. Uh, the, well, this brand new uh, financing plan. It's called Don't Buy It If You Can't Afford It. <laughs> what if I think that I'm going to be able to afford it? Can you afford it now? Well, not right now. Then don't buy it. <laughs> uh, what's your number three, Jeff? Uh, well, we're going to something you love to something I hate. Okay. I hate buttons. Buttons on clothes. <laughs> red buttons? No. no Are red... snap buttons or buttons Whoa! through the buttons. eye hole? Buttons with the eye hole. I, I, wait, 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 we're talking about it with the eye hole? I'm a little scared by this. What, what's this? I'm a little scared by holes after this episode. I needed, I needed a clarification oh, on the okay. button. On the buttons. As you notice, I never wear clothes that have buttons. Oh, yes, I never really look at your clothes that often. <laughs> I never noticed that, but from now on, I will. You will. I, I hate buttons on jeans. Jean button. Oh, that's button flies. Yeah, button yeah. flies. I agree. Yeah, I agree, especially when you've been drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> I, I, oh, never mind. I don't need to. <laughs> like how you both did that same time. Like that's the universal sign. I can't button my jeans when I'm drunk. <laughs> Unbutton. Unbutton. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but uh, no, I just I don't know. I just I just don't like them. Uh, there's plenty of other. I think we've moved on as a culture that we don't need buttons anymore. <laughs> Or buttonism. I mean, you can if if you need to uh, put things together, you can use snaps or zippers or plenty zip of different ties. things. Zip ties. <laughs> For kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just don't like buttons. Like, what's your number three? And and uh, honestly, that's part of the reason I find find a job where I don't have to have a uniform or dress code where I have to wear a shirt that requires buttons. Hundred percent. You wear a polo shirt. I they have buttons, and I couldn't at my old job. Oh, 
Blake, what's your number three? <laughs> Please get off this button. He's an anti-buttonite. Yes. I do. Buttonite. I hate buttons. He's a buttonist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, third one. I did a lot of uh, acting. Drugs. Oh. No, <laughs> in, in high school and college. And, and, and uh, when I came back to Cincinnati after uh, you know active service, I actually had time to do stuff. So, so for fun, I took acting classes. You know, down at uh, you know Playhouse in the park and everything mm-hmm. else. But uh, but uh, one of the guys that taught classes there, um, you might uh, know him as Tommy Lee Jones. Was kind of impressed. <laughs> no, no, it was kind of impressed with me. His name, his name was Duffy, and um, and uh, Duffy? he took me on as one of his pupils. And I was actually supposed to be in the movie Tattered Angel. Really? Really? No shitter. Oh. The Do casting I director? No. Well, it has. It stars Linda Carter. Oh. And you didn't. The original <gasps> Wonder Woman. Why were you not in this movie? Because the casting director was a bitch. And this is why act people who want to be actors are always slash waiters or waitresses because if you have a full time job, you can't be at home to take the call to go to casting. Your whole life could have been different. Yeah. It could have been. And this is the age before cell phones, people. And you had to go home and get a uh, you know answering machine. So what happened the first time around, Duffy said, hey, during this period of time, we're going to be doing casting calls, and she's going to give you a call. And I said, damn it, Duffy. I already have a paid plane ticket vacation with my family. I can't do this. And he's like, all right, well, I'll take care of it. So when I come back from vacation, on my answering machine is, uh, yeah, uh, this is a message from Blank Edwards. Uh, this is, I forget her name. I hate her so much, I blocked it out of my memory. Right, good call. <laughs> and uh, we're having a casting call tomorrow at between, you know, 8 and 11.30. And uh, you're supposed to be there. Uh, so we look forward to seeing you here at this time. And blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay. I'm like, Duffy. I'm like, you know, so I'm running to Duffy two weeks later. And he's like, hey, how'd the casting call go? I said, Duff, I was on vacation. I told you, and I couldn't do the, the casting. I couldn't do the audition for the casting director and all that kind of stuff because I was on vacation. I couldn't do it. He's like, oh, yeah. Well, that's okay. I'll, I'll take care of it. She'll, she'll give you another call. I'll make sure. I'm like, okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> Come home from work one day. Another week goes by. Uh, this is a call for Blake Edwards. Duffy wanted me to call you, and... We're having callbacks in between 10 and 11 today. Uh, if you can make it, great. Uh, we'll see you then. And, of course, I'm getting this message at, at like, 530. You know? And I'm like, you have my work phone number, bitch. <laughs> and, of course, even when I got the work, you know, I had to say, like, I'm out of here. You know, I'm on vacation for the rest of the day. No. And I was just, I was so pissed now at that point. And then I, I saw Duffy again. He's like, "Hey, how come you're not on the 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 you know the in the acting list on the roll call?" I said, "Duffy, let me tell you what happened." And he got. He's like, "Yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry." Did so you never audition for anything else after that? No. You know, I Jason have. C. Brown is a yeah. director. <laughs> yeah, you know. You know we've right. talked to him a couple times, and uh, exactly. he's a friend of our show. So yeah, I I was this close to being in an actual. And if movie. he gives me a role, I'll shave my no, beard. No, and this was actually a speaking part that I was going to have with Duffy. You know, in the bar during one of his uh, memory uh, things that goes on, and I would have actually had real lines and everything. These you, pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> so you you would have been in the uh, Screen Actors Guild, probably. Yes, I would have been a. If you got actor. your SAG card I for that. Did card. Duffy not want you as one of his stepchildren, step by step? No, no, oh, no, no, no. that's a shame. 
No. I love Patrick Duffy. No, no, they don't. So, you know, I had fun, and then after that, I stopped because, you know, life gets in the way. Because you, you, why you know, that's why you're always a waiter or waitress, because you're waiting tables usually you at a point of time evenings. to work evening, so you're free to go to auditions during the yeah. day and casting calls, you know, and all that kind of fun stuff. So Yeah, you can't actually have a day job. Yeah, and you be have an to actor. be home to you, at that day, at that time, you had to be at home to answer the phone. Yeah. To get the call. So what's your number two? Uh, my number two. Okay, this is uh, back in 1993. <laughs> I hate buttons. In Athens, no, it's In Athens, Georgia, in a pub, in a bar called the, third the Globe. third best Athens in the world. Yep, in Athens, Georgia, in a bar called The Globe, where uh, Michael Stipe hit on me, rubbing up against me in The Globe. Okay. He may deny it, but yeah. I, I have proof. Are you sure it was Michael Stipe? Or yes, just... it was Michael Stipe. Okay. I was guarantee it was Michael When he had yes. hair? Yeah, it was when he uh, still had a little bit of hair. And, you know, this was his, uh, er, you know, the big REM days. And I was there with my drinking buddy, uh, Tasha. And she said, hey, guess what? If we're here tonight, I guarantee you, Michael, you, we may see Michael Stipe because he likes to come into the Globe. So, okay, that's pretty cool. So we're standing there. It's pretty crowded. And then we're standing on the stairs. We're drinking some beer. And this guy walks in the bar, the front door, and he is wearing a black, skin-tight black t-shirt and skin-tight pink tights and a okay. knit cap with glasses. And in big letters across the front, it says... I am Michael Stipe. No. <laughs> no, it says dick with a big arrow that points down. I've he seen goes, him wear that he shirt was, before. And he, was, and he was followed by this big, like, 300-pound... You know, typical bouncer dude. And he walks by us, and I'm looking at this guy on the back of his shirt. It says, Pussy. Oh. With a big arrow down in the back of his shirt. He goes up the stairs, and, you know, and Tasha's like, Hey, that was Michael Stipe. I said, Get the fuck out of here. That I didn't know he was gay. <laughs> no, he's bisexual. Yes. I, I saw him. I'm like, Is Michael Stipe? She goes, Yeah. Well, Michael Stipe is never confirmed or denied. Well, he's never confirmed it, but it is rumored to be so. But he's Allegedly. vegetarian. He's got a restaurant there in town. He is vegetarian. He has confirmed that. That's right. So. I'm like that wasn't that that wasn't Michael Stipe. I mean, he's a short guy, by the way. And mm. it was matching. She's like, no, 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 let's him go look. So I go up to upstairs and part of the of the globe, and there he is sitting in the middle of the you floor. You went to the part where you're expected to get hit on, though. No, he's sitting Indian style, and everybody's around him like in a big Racist. guru thing and all that kind of stuff. You know, he's sitting with his legs crossed. Okay, <laughs> he's sitting in a pretzel pretzel yoga. <laughs> And I'm looking at him, I'm staring at him, like, holy crap, that is, that's him. And I go back down to Tasha. I was like, you're, that's right, that's him. She goes, I told you so. So a couple more beers go by. You know, we're feeling drunk a little bit, and Tasha says, ah, i got to go to the bathroom. I said, okay, cool, I'll just stand here. So I'm just standing up here, it's crowded, and i got my, my back up against the wall. I'm just looking forward, drinking. Next thing I know, there's this person rubbing on my, rubbing on my arm to the right. I'm like, it's crowded. And I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. And then, then there, there's more like rubbing on my arm. Back and right. It's like, you know, like arm to arm rubs kind of deal. And I'm like, this is kind of annoying. Um, I know I'm in a crowded bar. I'm not going to look. I'm just going to whatever. And it and rubs a little bit more again. And then I do a quick look. I turn my head and I'm like, 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 I'm like, you get off me, man. I look over and it's Michael Stipe. And so he's you looking, kissed him. And he's looking at me and I'm looking at him. And he's just looking at me and I'm looking at him and I just go, Hey. <laughs> and he goes, 
hey. <laughs> and I just look at him and like, hey. <laughs> Did, I was too drunk to do anything. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Oh, he had whiskey dick. Oh. And then you know what he does? He, he just looks at me and he's just like, and he just walks out with his bouncer. And then Tasha comes back. I said, you're not going to believe who was just rubbing on me. She's like, who? I said, Michael's type. She's like, get the fuck out of here. This is why Blake likes unreliable narration. <laughs> because he's I drunk. I was too drunk. He had no witness. Yeah. His only witness is gone. <laughs> he went to the bathroom. <laughs> and nobody can confirm it. Yep. Nobody I love unreliable it. witness stories. I love it. Unreliable narration. <laughs> it was. I, I swear to God, it was the funniest, it was, it was weirdest say, thing I ever Hey, Michael, I'm just in my corner. Yeah. Yeah. Losing my religion. <laughs> <laughs> it's me in the spotlight. Feeling <laughs> uh, uh, shiny, happy people. <laughs> he was shiny and yeah, happy that was. night. Jack, what's your number two? You hate zippers? No, I like zippers. <laughs> We've discussed that already. He hates Velcro. <laughs> makes too much of a noise. Weather. I, I, I do like Velcro, but I wish it was quieter. <laughs> like in the movie uh, Garden State oh, where yeah. the guy made silent Velcro. <laughs> Good Here's stuff. Number two. But uh, my number two, you're, you're well, aware, ah, well aware of this. Okay. But uh, it was uh, back in the day when Regis Philbin was the host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and they did the yeah, fastest finger that. shit. Yeah. I was on that. He was. He was on, on Who Wants, on to, who be wants to Be a Millionaire. You were a contestant? Yes. I was in the thing doing the fastest fingers. I didn't get up to the hot ah. seat. How many seconds were you off? Two tenths of a second. Oh. Not better, are you? I lost by two tenths of a second, <laughs> two tenths to, of a second. to a girl who ended up like leaving because she didn't know what kind of fish is a sockeye. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what? You're out of lifelines already, and you don't know this? Is it a walleye? No, a sockeye. What is a sockeye? It's a salmon. I have no idea. We would have been oh, out too. I would have had a life. But you know what I would have done? I would have flipped off Jeff when I was walking <laughs> on the stage. Two tenths of a second. <laughs> no, because I was graceful because she was sitting next to me when she won, and I kind of congratulated her and shook her hand as she went to the hot seat. Oh, when in my mind, man. I was going, son of a bitch, because I thought I won that. I looked up, and I'm like, I got the best time. It's someone else's name lit. And I'm like, crap. So you kept throwing Pez at her throughout yeah. the whole trivia. Pez, Pez. But <laughs> I didn't have Pez with me. No. So Jeff is the .2 second man. Yes, he is. It's okay, Jeff. Your whole life would have been completely different. It would have, because I probably would have won about $60,000 based on the questions that were asked that day. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, My number two is uh, I always wanted to work for a nonprofit. So... Uh, profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, not like a profit. <laughs> a non-profit. I think everybody I work for is, is not a profit, so... Uh. <laughs> not profit. <laughs> Love oh. my neighbor. Is there a specific non-profit or just the fact that now, it is a non-profit? I used to work at a job that I was deployed uh, throughout the country for uh, hurricanes and tornadoes and uh, catastrophes. And, um, you know, we would go down there, and these people are in the worst shape ever. And, uh, and you re- had to tell them that they weren't covered. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> we would be out there, and uh, that's funny. Uh, no. <laughs> but, no, we would be out there, and we were literally there the day after everything went to hell. And we were, you know, part of our, it was not part of our job description, but a lot of us, we were taking chainsaws, cutting uh, trees off houses, off, you know, cars, and doing all that stuff. And... It, it's one of those things I've told my wife, you know, I've always wanted to do that. Um, 
And I don't know if it's nonprofit, but just work yeah. in the capacity. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think nonprofit's not quite the word you're looking for because well, if you want to, I can call up uh, Dan Zisco and see if they're hiring for uh, the Comic Con because that's nonprofit. Well, hold on, I'll get to that. In a the NFL until like two years ago was nonprofit. Charities, I should say. Non-profit charity. charity. You want to want to work for a charity? But also the the catastrophe in that, and the problem is like I've um, you know now with the family it's too difficult because you're gone for three weeks at a time. And then you're off for a week and a half, which is nice, but you're gone for three straight weeks. You're putting in a lot of time. That was one of the things I would like. Uh, the nonprofit charities, I um, always wanted to try like be on the good side of it and try to help people uh, with different things and that. And, um, yeah, it's just uh, – so that was one thing I've always wanted to do because I'm actually not that horrible of a person. You know, listening to your list, you don't sound like a bad person, but I've known you for like 17, 18 years. <laughs> Classify me as a bad person. <laughs> no. <laughs> but 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 you're a person that doesn't like other people. But I like helping people. It's ironic. It is. It's like <laughs> rain on your wedding day. <laughs> it's like going down to a theater and then realizing it's Dave Coulier. <laughs> I, I, I think that's a different song altogether. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> cut it out. I don't want to cut it out. I would go down on you, but you have buttons. I can't get them open. <laughs> Exactly. That's why I have a scissors. Cut it out. Uh, Anyways. And the buttons, you just pop off so easy. <laughs> you just tear it open, and then you can't, you got to sew them back on, yeah, and I don't even don't know, know how, how to sew. sew. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Anyways, my last oh. one is, um, I love real-life crime mysteries and missing person stories. I will go on... Wow, I hate them because that means someone has had a crime or missing person. I love trying to solve them. <laughs> it's not that somebody's been hurt or kidnapped or missing. It's I will go on those message boards uh, like Web Sleuths and all those, and I will spend hours on each mystery. And I go back repeatedly over and over. I watch the Datelines. I watch all that. And I seriously am like... What is missing from this? And I, I'm not. I will scrutinize it, and it irks me that I can't figure it out. And then part of me is like, Who do you think you're, Dick Van Dyke on diagnosis murder? <laughs> I know I'm never going to solve it because obviously I don't have all the information because the cops obviously don't release it all. But I will go on those message boards and I will just follow what people are reading. And I never chime in or anything like that. I've never even part of it. I'm just a spectator on it. Yeah, I hate but, writing on message boards. That's why I don't. Know. But. On the web sleuths, it actually is a really good thing because they have such strict rules about you can't name people as suspects unless they're actually named a suspect. There's very strict rules on it. There's other message boards like topics. Okay, on it. I'm not naming a person a suspect. All I'm saying is I think the suspect could be related in, say, a brotherly fashion. No, they don't even do that. <laughs> they, have, they do initials like R, you know, RZ or whatever. Oh. But you don't know. You know. Anyways, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Sorry, I I shouldn't be. But I cannot. It bugs me that I can't. That people can't figure some of this out, and it's so. And I think a part of it is also like I've told my wife. I was like, "How do people do that? Like, do whatever crime it is." She's like, "Well, they're not wired right, obviously. So you're not look. You're looking at it from the wrong perspective. You can't figure it out because you're not wired that way." So I don't know. Uh I, I get obsessed with. I will spend hours a day at it. Uh, it just worries me because sometimes, well, so, sometimes I look at things and try to figure out how can I get away with you. Know, the, 
I, I should get you in the designing of uh, uh, security stuff because I always try to figure out how to get past security things. Welcome to Dexter. <laughs> how would I do that? You know how you don't do it? Just put buttons around your house and walk it in. You screw this button. No, I just told you you can rip the buttons open. That's right. And if you're buttoning your door closed, <laughs> that's pretty lax security. But yeah, I am obsessed with it. And like, while most people are look at porn at night, no, I'm looking at these fucking mystery things. And but it, it bothers me. And I just I'm, I'm looking at porn. I will like there would be a break in a case from like ten years ago, which just happened. And I'll be like, I remember that case. I remember this, this, and this, and this, and you know the suspects and that. And I, I'm obsessed with it. Should have been a detective. Should have one, but you know, yeah. <laughs> should have been one. Yeah. But that's my number one. That's your number one. Hooray! That's your number one. Yeah, no, I noticed nobody's number ones. Nobody's other top five's been taken off the board. No, <laughs> nope. <laughs> my honorable mention is I hate buttons. buttons. <laughs> Jeff, what's your number five? Yeah, well, my my number one is that uh, I I hate uh, nutcrackers. So. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, that's you. I keep forgetting that. Fucking hate Nutcracker. (laughs) Anyways, go ahead. Uh, No, my my number one, uh, in my college years, for a couple of years, I was an RA resident assistant at the dorms there. Mm -hmm. And the the one year I was relieved of my duties, Uh, mainly, the, the main reason was I got caught missing curfew. Uh, it's a big D and D game. Ra, Ra gets busted on curfew. Well, can't you just say, "Hey, I'm just walking around enforcing curfew"? He would, but he was okay. One, nobody else had curfews. We had to be in the buildings by two a.m. Oh, okay. Well, long story, but um, one of my dear friends, uh, like his best friend from high school, had just died. So we were out blowing off steam. So we were at the bars a little late till after they closed. And, well, the sad part was the reason we got caught, or the reason, uh, was uh, earlier that week when we were playing softball, I scraped my knee up pretty bad. So I had a bad knee injury. Well, we were drunk coming back home. Because no good story starts with yeah. we ate a salad. <laughs> good call. Uh, there's a hill, grassy hill, coming back down, and the grassy knoll. We we decided to roll down the hill. Good story. Um, to save your knee. Good idea. Uh, no, we did, uh, the problem was I landed on my knee. Oh, and it was really painful. Ow! And I yelled really loud. Yes. Right outside the window of the main one, RA of one of the. Uh, a di- it was a different building, not the one oh. I was in, but a different building's uh, RD. And she knew who I was and recognized me, my yell, pretty much immediately. She snitched on you. She did. Oh my gosh! No wonder she was an RD. I feel like you know what? She was she was my RA my freshman year. Really? What did you do to make her hate you so much? (sighs) I apparently yelled right outside her bedroom window at. Two thirty-three in the morning. College. That's supposed to happen at some <laughs> like point. This was in time. about as lingering of a story as Blake walking into the wrong dressing or dressing room. Fine, I hate buttons. Blake, what's your number one? <laughs> Good, Blake, what's your number one? No, I did that again. By oh, the Jesus. way, except I was in Do Columbus. No, because we, here's what happens: I oh, go God. and I work out. I go an and M I, and a W. They look the same, but yeah, upside no, down. No, no, no. I go and I work out. I get exhausted. I go sit in the spa. 
you know, the Whirlpool mm-hmm. Spa. I sweat my ass off. Next thing you know, I'm like almost putting myself into like a desert heat trance. And I get up and I'm, you know, I'm a member of this uh, club, gym club. And here in Cincinnati, it's uh, the first one is the female, second one is the male. And I didn't even look. I went to the second one just out of habit. And then that in Columbus, they had it reversed. So the first one was the male, second one was the female, and I walk in, I, almost, I did it again, except I walk around, and all of a sudden I'm like, hey, wait a minute, the showers are on the left side, they're supposed to be on the right side, and there's a woman in a towel with a head thing looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, ah, I gotta do the overdramatic, like, ah, I gotta turn around and run out, and I'm like, oh my god, this is the last time I'm doing it. You probably this. need a non-gender bathroom, yeah, exactly. that would help. Well, yeah, if I was non-binary. <laughs> That's right. So what's your number one, Blake? Let's keep this story short. Number one, I put my pants on. Oh, God. Okay, good. One One leg at a time. I don't always do that. Sometimes I lay it on the ground and jump in and pull them up. Do you make gold records after you put them on? (laughs) I need more cowbell. Cowbell. There you go. That's exciting. Yeah. You got any honorable mentions? No. No? No. Uh, Honorable mention, I hate that I'm competitive and everything. I fucking hate that. You hate that you're competitive? In everything. Even the littlest things. You, you didn't hate that you were competitive until you started becoming competitive with your children. No, I'm not actually with them. Oh, so not in everything. No, no. <laughs> Set my kid down. Ah, I beat ya! I, I wouldn't let <laughs> them right. win. I don't let them win every time. I don't let them win every time. They need to learn. No, no, no not every time. I'd say I wouldn't let them win any time. Once in a while, I need to boost their morale. They would have to... If they're good, they can boost their own. Shut mind. up. <laughs> Just saying, said by a guy who's like, yeah, quick uh, honorable mentions. I uh, plead the fifth from here on out. Okay. Jeff? Uh, the, I had a hard enough time coming up with those okay. five. <laughs> well, wait till we revisit this at 200. I mean, I hate buttons, so <laughs> you can imagine what my honorable mentions will be. What did red buttons do to you? Have you watched red buttons? He's, He's not awful. funny. No. <laughs> uh, we got a lot of listener picks from this one. Uh, Matthew McDonald from Wolf, uh, Waffles Podcast. He's coming out with one. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Waffles. <laughs> No, I, for, I forgot what it was called. Stick uh, figures with funny hats. Well, that was his old one, but now Passerby podcast. Anyways. He's coming out with something new. Yep. Yeah, right. they're uh, making breakfasts yeah. uh, and waffles. Yeah. Uh, Matthew, on. correct so us. If you, if you listen, you can actually learn breakfast. Yes. For your bread and breakfast, Jason. Uh, good. <laughs> uh, top one for him. Point Break is my favorite. Is a favorite movie. Yeah, everyone knew that already. I think you meant that might have been Hobie's. No. Oh, no, that's not our favorite. From Dev, the Psy Guy. Five, my hands are of normal proportions. <laughs> not like ape hands. No. <laughs> Four, I once worked at a pickle factory for a week. Three. Dill or Vlasic? <laughs> Sweet pickles. Oh. Three, I only moderately dislike Batman v Superman. Only Ooh. moderately? Wow. So he actually likes it better than he lets on? <laughs> Uh, I two. I'm not a doctor, but I play. I only play one on TV. Ooh. And number one, I once owned. I once owned a Geo slash Chevy Metro. Geo Metro. <laughs> Were you like the? I didn't. I didn't realize this was confessional. <laughs> this is like Fred Flintstone. Like he puts his feet through the floor. Like how does that happen? Anyways, uh, let's see here. Uh, moving on, we also had from Sean, a Pittsburgh nerd. When I watch a Remy LaCroix uh, movie, I hear Jason's voice and get a little too excited. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I enjoy the musical works of Ted Nugent. 
Is that music? Uh, Who doesn't enjoy Ted Nugent? Uh, Politicians? Well, but we're talking about the musical works of Ted Nugent. Number three? He was great in Damn Yankees. I got both their albums. Uh, I thought you meant the play. (laughs) No, he's terrible in the play. Three, deep down, I hope the Bengals win a Super Bowl before the Browns. We all hope that. Uh, Number two, back in the days when I used to drink, I was a real asshole. I know how that is. (laughs) Uh, Number one, I think The Cutting Edge is the greatest rom-com ever made. I've never seen The Cutting Edge. I think it would be at least on the top ten for me. Good one, Sean. Wasn't in your top five because we did rom-coms once. I don't remember. (laughs) From Scam Jeff. One, I wrote a book about zombies on the Titanic that people clearly don't know about. Really, <laughs> it's on Amazon. You can buy a copy. I think Hobie tried to give one away. Uh, let's see here. From Dr. Number One. Hey, wait a minute. Does Hojo B1 owe us a review of that book? Maybe. <laughs> I think he does. Jordan, if you're listening. <coughs> well, we should probably check Amazon. Maybe he left a review on Amazon. I burned this book. <laughs> uh, I got this book for free, and I regret every minute of it. Uh, number five, I'm naked right now from Dr. Number One. Number four, Bon Jovi gets me hot. Who doesn't? <laughs> Three, I love plain, uh, plantains. Uh, number two, I have a twin brother named Podiatrist. Number one. Oh, number one. Sorry. Podiatrist, Podiatrist number, number one. one. And number one, I'm not really a doctor. What? <laughs> I think he just plays one on TV. <gasps> I think Dev is Dr. Number One. Ooh. From Randall Holt, RJ Holt. 666. He's not evil. Just handled that way. Yeah. He actually says some pe- something people don't know about me. I really am evil. Oh. oh. Uh, now you just changed your handle. <laughs> now, here we go. Also. I'm really the devil. <laughs> six, six, six. Six, six, six. I'm actually dyslexic. It's 999. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Dev actually also wrote one top five things you don't know about Hobie. Uh, Brigger makes sweet love to What About Now by Daughtry. Uh, number four, Blake is actually just a clever combination of soundboard clips. <laughs> Three, well, Jeff was once considered for the role of Grizzly Adams in the TV series reboot. And they wouldn't have made me shave my beard. And that wouldn't have worked because they would have you made wear shirts with buttons. Good point. Uh, snaps. They have to make snaps. <laughs> number two, Brigger pur- purposely does terrible impressions. Hey. Oh, that's not purposeful? Impersonations. Because he doesn't want Hollywood to crumble with another Millie Vanilli lawsuit when people find out that he is actually the voice of all their favorite characters and actresses. <laughs> he put the pudding in the pudding pop! He put the pudding in the pudding pop! Why do I look like a raptor when I'm doing I don't know. <laughs> you gotta do the... You gotta scrunch your shoulders. I do! He's scrunching his shoulders. T-Rex! Number one, Blake is Jeff's Tyler Durden. Ah, from Fight Club. Uh, uh. Honorable mention, Blake is actually the sailor in the village, people. Jeff Beard was the model used for Gandalf's beard in Lord of the Rings. Don't know what that is. And Berger does voiceover work for male-on-male porno movies. (laughs) Oh, baby. I mean, oh, man. Put it there. Mike's put, Jeff was also a member of Wilson Phillips, was kicked out before the record deal was signed. We will get to that story next week. We don't have time this week. It was also called Wilson Phillips Now. Just want to let you know that. Uh, let's see here. I think that was it. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we went really off the rails. Uh, I thought that was going to be a quick top five until yeah. Blake entered. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a quick top five. <laughs> like buttons. Uh, bad idea of the week? Uh, buttons. Buttons. Number what? Number... 204? No, it's not that high. Buttons are... 
four, How five, thirty-five. Thirty-five. Six. Teen. Sixteen. Sixteen. <laughs> Buttons. Number sixteen. <laughs> Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Listening to Hobie. <laughs>